Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, fiends, and neighbors. Um, this is not just a, a the 27th episode of the Mighty City of Geek podcast. It is also the first edition of the J&B Genre yes. Fest. J&B Genre Fest 2019 celebrates Italian genre cinema in the form of watching it and also drinking J&B Blended Scotch, which is the product placement <laughs> glutted drink of every genre film made in Italy and most of Europe and pretty much everywhere else. And so it very, very often in the thing, you know, it's yes. not Italian, but it might as well be. Amen. So um, what we are having, I have just made our first cocktail. I am going to call this the Giallo. Uh, it is uh, J&B Scotch, uh, or J&B Blended Scotch, excuse me. Uh, ginger beer, cock and bull ginger beer, and a splash of pomegranate juice with a lime. So, everyone? And if you want to drink it at home, it's alright too. <laughs> yes. You cheers. 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 To the cog. To the cog. <laughs> that no, is that's delightful. I like it. I like it. Ooh. It's nice. like a cryptic on drink. It's refreshing. Yes, it is. Very refreshing. And uh, what we're doing oh. is we're watching, we're having these drinks, having some Italian food, and we're watching a couple movies, and we're giving our commentary night, so we're going to have our drunk we commentary. We get drunk. Thing is, I, we don't know what we're watching yet. Uh, Tony has those ideas. Uh, Tony, of course, knows every Italian war film to ever exist. We've got it down uh, to if, about 50. Ever. If it plays once in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean in 1954, he's seen it. Tony and he has owns fucking it somewhere. seen it. <laughs> Not 1954, 1971. <laughs> <laughs> I have my limits. If there's a black glove killer somewhere along the way. There we go. Uh, so I don't know, of course, where we'll be editing at this point because we're talking as before we actually start watching anything. But and we, eating pasta. Yeah. So <laughs> if you'd like to see Cody eat uh, nochi or whatever the fuck it is, um, uh, it's actually all I've got this time. I've got some angel hair pasta that I'm going to cook, and also I've got. It looks like it's mostly going to be tortellini. Oh shit! Ooh, I love tortellini, butter. I've got tortellini. Uh, ravioli, and it's actually it's, I've got five cheese tortellini and ravioli, and five cheese portobello mushrooms. I'm actually gonna pause. Portobello mushrooms. And what we're offering you guys tonight mm -hmm. is to watch the movies, whatever movies they might be. They'll be in the in the title and on the page of what to watch with us, and we'll tell you when to start it and all those things like riff tracks. <laughs> but, but but probably not nearly as funny as those guys, right? More alcohol. More more alcohol. more, uh, more JB. More cussing and uh, just so more than there the will tracks. Be more cussing. And there, on there the screen, be, probably lots more and yeah, blood cussing. and boobs. And, and Kim is going to take a shot every time there's boobs. <laughs> okay, so you're going to die. I heard something else there at first. <laughs> <laughs> Kim is going to take a shit every time there's boobs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, no. as shamelessly on PC as some of these movies are. Yes. Uh, basically, Giallo are a, or Gialli, Gialli, as they are referred to in the plural, um, are films that began uh, their uh, tenure as an Italian genre staple around the mid 60s, the early to mid 60s. And what they were was a response to uh, the very fervent following that the Italian public had for uh, whodunit novels by Edgar Wallace and Agatha Christie. Uh, and the Edgar Wallace ones were especially gruesome and would often feature, um, you know, quite horrific killings as well as your uh, usual kind of Hitchcockian whodunit skullduggery. 
Um, and so this subgenre arose, um, and it was named giallo, which is the Italian word for yellow, um, after the um, yellow covers of many of these um, pulp paperback uh, whodunits. Uh, they were called giallo. Uh, the first movie that's sort of credited as a as kind of a nascent giallo is a Mario Bava movie from 1963, I want to say, and this would be um, a movie called uh, the Girl Who Knew the Girl Who Knew Too Much, A.K.A. The Evil Eye. Uh, it stars John Saxon and Valentina hey. Cortez, I think, uh, and it's a great black and white movie. It's more Hitchcock than uh, than what became known as the giallo, but. Uh, it has a few of the flourishes of the giallo. It's very Hitchcock and like yeah. a wrong man thriller. Exactly. It's a wrong man thriller with slight touches of what would become known as the giallo. I would call the first official giallo uh, 1964's Blood and Black Lace, also by Mario Bava. It's an extremely stylish whodunit, uh, wildly, vividly colorful, one of the most beautifully directed genre films, and also very brutal for its time. But it showcases a uh, a, a whodunit plot with ex an extremely random twist at the end, uh, killings that are very gruesome but beautifully stylized, um, a lot of loud primary colors uh, and uh, you know, almost operatic acting. Uh, I find them riveting. They're definitely uh, time capsules for sure because uh, the Giallo became a huge deal uh, in Italian cinema around the, the turn of the 60s uh, and into the 70s. And uh, the trend ran probably for about 10 years um, before it kind of started to wane around the late 70s, uh, supplanted by things that were easier and less imaginative to make. Um, you know, like, with all due respect, slasher films are kind of a less, you know, kind of a, a more uh, straightforward and less Freudian and less, you know, psychotic version of, of uh, Giallo. Also, if you've seen uh, any of the, if you've seen the Hannibal TV show or Silence of the Lambs or Seven, you've seen the kind of glossy Hollywood absorption of the Giallo. And there's your Giallo 101. <laughs> and uh, I've oh started recording God. again as we had, uh, we had dinner and a bunch of more drinks. <laughs> uh, hey, City of Geekers, ya boy has some advice for ya. Never advice. get a pomegranate seed in your urethra. And we Bad one listener. news. <laughs> Sorry, Jennifer. This is we the, did yeah. choose our, our movie. Uh, Tony, what are we watching without spoiling too much of uh, the actual events uh, of the film? Yeah, absolutely. You can um, just say the well, name. Uh, the uh, yeah, the film we are watching is a giallo from the 70s called The Fifth Chord. It's actually 1971. It stars Franco Nero as a uh, hard-bitten reporter who becomes embroiled in a very twisty... Uh, pattern of violent murders, um, all pointing in into the direction of a uh, serial killer that's prowling this area, and it is one of the most stylish of the Gialli ever made. It's equal parts Hitchcock and Giallo because it has that very solid bedrock of Hitchcockian sort of suspense and tightness, but it's also combined with that incredible kind of post, um, you know, postmodern artistry uh pop pop art artistry of um of like italian cinema 
and so you get this wonderful merger of these and the movie works perfectly there are shots in it that are the equal of anything that's ever been shot by Dario Argento or Baba or anyone it's a director named Luigi Bazzoni by the way um, and it also has an incredible central performance from Franco Nero who is one of the great European cinema uh, kind of leading man tough guys uh, and uh, in this he plays this hard bitten reporter who's thrown into the center of things and uh, he just he, he has that wonderful aura of a guy who's can pretty much handle his ass but just might be in a little bit over his head so he's that classic kind of Hitchcockian character um, and he has a, re- a, a streak of, of need for redemption but anyway we'll find out as we watch the movie we will find out yes uh, and uh, so I recommend everyone go check out this movie follow uh, ask Tony for it because if you listen you probably know Tony uh, <laughs> or hit out a Scarecrow video or your local yes. video store and rent it and you can watch it with us as we uh once we once we start it, we'll say when we start it, push and play, and then you can watch and join our. And you can pretend you have friends. Yes, this is, your, this is your commentary. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't live tweeted ever, ever, guys. This is doing like a, essentially a, a verbal live tweet. Then so. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what we'll be doing. Exactly. Okay, so start the start the click and do our commentary. Get the shit going for the one of you that sing along like Rocky. Yeah. Sure, why not? Doesn't have to be. And so we have things. Uh, no, we've. Tony, you're the only one in this room who's seen that movie. Oh, that is outstanding. That really makes me happy. So what do we Uh, sing? The fifth chord. chord. So when when we're singing along, I can sing... Back of the Ripper's again! Um, And then we strangle you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so this commentary, like, Tony has seen this, so he knows what's happening. The rest of us are all brand new to it, so it's kind of like a first time going through commentary, right? Yeah. So this is one point we, uh, we, we kick out the sound and we do the own own voices, right? We say a character. No, I'm kidding. No. And, uh, is that not how y'all watch movies? <laughs> if, Shit. If you're going to strangle me, have Kim do it. She'll do it easiest. I do have the most experience. With the great group. And I'm surprisingly gentle. Alright, so uh, we're pushing play now. So if you have fifth chord DVD at home, we have an elephant on the screen. And, this is uh, the logo of the Jumbo. production company. And I'll describe everything as some point of where we're out of time. I was going to say, is this, is this like for the blind commentary? Because if that's the case, I'm worried about it. Jumbo has faded from the screen, so okay. if you're watching so, with us, you're watching with us. If you're blind, why not just see? Ever think about that? Are we watching the Ted Bundy tapes? It's the purpose of the commentary. <laughs> just for a second, though, I just the, the main point of it is this is a very Hitchcockian setup. You've got that shadowy voice that's whispering whatever along the lines of you know some you thought know, it was ASMR spy or something, and, uh, and and it just you're thrown right into the middle of the of the pulp action. You've got the fisheye lens, just like really visually imaginative take on a real stock scenario. Who is stalking? It's st- stalking. It is basically Gamer Girl ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> I still think. You still think? Oh yeah, I just I feel like the the Ted Bundy must have watched this. Here's me gelato. Oh my god. This looks uh, actually this the set looks very um, Kubrick. Yes. Yes. Also. If you've ever seen any Antonioni, Michelangelo Antonioni. Only in the passenger, right? You see more. And this. I like the kind of peppy elevator music that's happening right now. I know, and I think, I want to say this is a Morricone score. I'm not positive, but we'll find out. 
introducing Franco Nero's character, Andrea. Hard-bitten and very alcoholic. Looking for redemption in that one big story. And here he is around these, like, wealthy decadents. He's basically our eyes and ears for the film, and he's very much, like, a powerful presence in this thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. Well, Cosmetics I'm, company that was. It's that cosmet. I got the notification. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but anyway. Man, this is a bummer party. Who has <laughs> <laughs> so much fun? <laughs> but they look like they hate fuck once a year. With a great foot. It's like that, but it's that kind of. It's that kind of like soap opera setup. But like uber operatically elevated, you know, like visually, and it, it's just yeah. I, I just this is one of my absolute favorite um, uh, no, genre films visually. <laughs> I mean, it's just phenomenally shot. Oh, I was so fake. <laughs> hey, hey, it's yeah. Okay. I've been there in the bar before. Oh, hey, it's yeah. Okay, the guy on the left. That is um, Edmund Purdom, who is best known probably for his role, in a supporting role, in uh, Pieces. Uh, J.P. Simon's absolutely mind-fucking oh. fu- mind crazy... Who was he in Pieces? Giallo pastiche. Um, well, he was the piece. <laughs> he, <laughs> was the, he was, well, he was the, the, the dean of the college. That's why he of was! Of the, quote, American college, unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah, Daniel Morcone. Man, look at that, look at that shot. It's fucking beautiful. He a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> Everything, though. Every fucking... This is so carefully thought out visually. Now, you he know? gives good mustache rides. Fuck, <laughs> ah, you know he does, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the Dean in pieces on the right, looking very dapper and dashing. Look, man, I Edmund, let him put me in a piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Edmund Purdom actually had a point where he was being seriously considered like the next big thing as a young leading man in the mid to late 50s. And for some reason, he just didn't quite take off and ended up uh, spending like the last 20 years of his career doing mostly like Italian genre films and also other Euro horror-like pieces, for example. Uh, he's... Uh, you always get that sense of a faded romantic idol from from his work in these films, which I think is a, a kind of an interesting, a, an interesting you know thing for a director to do um, as far as use an actor. Is he secretly Clark Kent? <laughs> Somebody just got grapefruit in. What are you trying to pass that pomegranate seed? Buddy, you can do it. I believe in you. I believe. Come on. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I do make jokes of things that happen off camera. Off off recording. He's hanging out with us. That's what we're talking about. Classic Helen. Oh, Helen. Oh, Helen's not stoked. I wouldn't be. You 
Don't think I was trying to offend you. It wasn't a joke. You're not keeping your past the Uh-oh. Or have you forgotten? When I drink, I forget a lot of things. <laughs> My pants. Well, I think one. Of, <laughs> I think one of the reasons that that Franco Nero works so well in this is he dubs his own voice, and that was not a, a common thing in Italian genre cinema. You often, you know, very frequently had other actors doing your voices for the American cuts or whatever. And they always just pick him out of a hat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so was she just leaving her car unlocked? Yeah, but okay. Wait, yeah. Hey, take a shot. Thank you. Jamie being driving. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I tell you to lift every day. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Look at that fucking shot. Jesus, the fucking composition in this thing. That fucking painting in some of these shots. Sorry, I'm going on nerdgasm <laughs> on you. I want that lamp. <laughs> that lamp killed. Your fucking lamp. Look at your fucking lamp. I'm gonna go downstairs and get that fucking lamp for you. Are you going out? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, this is a shot. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, those colors. I really. If I ever go to Italy, I'm severely disappointed it doesn't look like a Jew. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> it's like the whole. It's like shot like a fairyland, you know. And I mean, even right down, like this shot, these shots here are like a fucking, like a graphic novel, you know. You get that that sense of shadow and composition. It's just so visual. And the people fucking under a bridge. Well, yeah. There you go. You know, with exactly with that kind of well, level of gutter level <laughs> trash going on, you know. Hey man, sometimes you gotta fuck under a bridge. Amen. Okay, Hitchcock, hello. <laughs> Third man much? <laughs> oh my god, that was dorkiest joke <laughs> any human being could have made. I don't know, out. Tony, I feel like before the night is through, you'll make a dorkier one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm aiming for it. To the stars, baby, to the stars. Seriously, look at that shit. This is a fucking great shot. And these were shot so cheaply. And then you're like back in the gutter level fucking Mexican, you know, Tijuana Bible version of, you know, sexuality that this movie like captures right around the fringes. Now I'm forgetting which actor this is. Oh, contact. Take me home, please. It gives me the creeps here. <laughs> 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 funny creeps under the bridge. It's really me. <laughs> well, I mean, that's where she met him under the bridge. <laughs> Man, is she getting macked on by that Donald Sutherland-looking motherfucker? And like, don't look now, kind of. Yeah. You're underneath the bridge with the trench coat on. What else are you expecting? Thank you. Meeting in the tunnel. I think that too. I hate when people getting murdered and interrupts are sex, man. That's just Fuck. the worst. That, like that, that's like a covered. fucking that was like a fucking anime right there. That fucking that 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 composition and he, even this. I mean, God, pro wrestling too. There's a lot of behind the scenes. <laughs> well, there you go, man. Pro wrestling is basically white trash an anime anyway. <laughs> and evidently white trash giallo. Dun, 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 dun. Oh my God, dude, you've made the most incredible cinematic <laughs> abstract connection that has. Okay. 
That's what I do. Look at them tidy whities <laughs> Those aren't tidy whities man. Those are bolsos. What kind of tidy whities do you make? In case you've gone away for a drink or something, Franco Nero is looking quite manly and exposing a lot of manly leg. Is there. that manly? Okay. He's yeah. a thick boy. <laughs> Well, to be manly and you just need the muscle. But again, I the manliest ones with it. Well, you know, again, he he's almost like he's like almost like cartoonishly charismatic. Like there's like there's such a, a combination of like distinct distinction and you know kind of classic movie star sort of handsomeness. He's like Burt Reynolds if you follow Yeah, him. exactly. That's a real good... That's a real good... And that's like, you know, fucking been like Deliverance era, you know, Burt Reynolds, you yep. know? Early 70s Burt Reynolds. Smokey and the Bandit. You know, well, I, I would go that far. You know, I, I, know, I, know, I know more straight men who have a crush on Burt Reynolds than women. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I can understand that. I'm not I'm not in that romance category, but... Now, Franco Nero, I could, I could go for Franco Nero. What's that one he's in where he's in the fucking, uh, he's in the weird bodysuit suit, Xandar or some shit? No, that's Sean Connery and, uh, Ugh. that's, no, uh, Zardoz. Zardoz, yes. Zardoz. Yeah. I Sean that. Connery, that's one of the killer buzz. Watch, keep my name out of it. That's very undignified. Sure. I met Franco Nero around 1968. I happened to be in Italy when we were shooting... Oh, sorry, that would be... That would be Sean Connery doing the commentary. I thought you'd really appreciate that. Yeah. My deep love of Sean Connery. Ooh! You don't mess with the ball! Fuck Look no. at the horns! Was he vaping? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's a clue game. What the fuck is that? I fucking I've that seen this movie like three times and I I still I've seen this movie three times I don't question what I, I just go with it and now you're like making me like notice it again and it's like what the fuck it's like 70s in hell look you get that cocaine right here cocaine was an 80s thing Bob Drugs, like, <laughs> so much cocaine, cocaine just puts you. So much cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. 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 Sound like you don't. You know, sound like you don't use that. You that word too much cane. Okay, I. What is it? What's woman's cheeks? There's something very like mump-like about her face. Like she's got the mumps or something. She really shouldn't be dealing with patients. Yeah, exactly. That's just irresponsible. Oh, they say what's on his cheeks, and they go some mutton shots. Oh my god! And him, he looks like a carp. It's crazy. Actually, looks like a Doctor Scott Rocky. Oh my god, he does! Holy crap! It's a Jonathan. Jonathan Adams. No. We're both wearing trench coats. One of us going to. That's how you know they're detectives. Trench coats, yeah. Or that people hang out in the bridge. Yeah, that's true. I won't print a word that would prejudice your investigation. The girl doesn't live far from the top. Her name is Julia Swap. And the boy? You should know him. He's your Julia brother. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> got a sister called Lou. Wait, he's got a sister called Lou? Sound like a boy named Wait, Sue? Wait, was he making out with his sister? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's Italian. It's Southern Italian. 
<laughs> I mean, this, the, the booth, this this city in Italia is basically <laughs> Italia is basically the Alabama of Italy. The uh, lost city of Italia. Last city of Italia. Sweet home Italia. <laughs> <laughs> It was like my first apartment in New York. The room here. <laughs> Much room here. Okay. A little nicer, ah. too. Four square feet, $1,700. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, that's a motherfucking awesome shot. That's Blade Runner. Dude, that was a fucking proto <laughs> Blade start, Runner shot. I'm going to take a shot every time Tony says that's an awesome shot. <laughs> you will <laughs> die. And I'm going to die in the next ten minutes. <laughs> I mean, alcohol poisoning, ladies and gentlemen. Who wants to take the challenge? I've already told the pigs all I know about it. I mean, you had the liver of Dean Martin, but that's still going to kill you. <laughs> that's true. It all catches up to me one day. No, it's all I care. You can go to hell. Yeah. Get out of here. I'll call my father. Or the or the baby the baby voiced woman's voice is the is the case here, but it's and it's a it's a great Morricone score. Man. I just la 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 la. Children's course would be Danielle. Why is RuPaul? Okay, I must, I, must, I, must, I must emphasize fucking Nero is betraying the J&B and he's fucking swigging what looks like some, some other fucking, you know, completely plebeian alcohol. I'm very irked. This is the depth of his alcoholism. He's not even going for the good shit anymore. Bastard. Asshole. But seriously, why did he have RuPaul... <laughs> on his wall in the 1970s. It was from his time on Drag Race. Well, there you go. Yeah. Fourth runner up, dude. Didn't you follow season three? Dude, Carolyn got me hooked on that shit. And all of a sudden, I w- I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to like this show. And then at the end, I'm like, yeah, get it, queen. So Franco Nero's drag persona is something with flames and burning, right? Franco Nero. Not <laughs> the mustache stays. Something with fiddling, maybe? Girl, you need Nero the stash. Now, this is an actress named Sylvia Monti. A.K.A. Sylvia Cornaccia. She's also been in Lady Caroline Lamb in The Last Desperate Hours, which are 270s uh, genre flicks. I want to say they're crime thrillers. For for everyone else who who may have missed that, that dude did just totally hit the kid in the head with the ball. (laughs) He totally just went BAM! I don't know if he's even listening, but next time Eric Morgan needs to come in and say all these names. If you listen to Strange Eons Radio, you hear him mispronounce names continually forever. (laughs) And we see that coming here and just read the Italian names. Man, don't say that. We're not going to be judges on the film festival now, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) I could just assume he's going to listen to this episode. Is anybody going to listen to this fucking episode but us? We're going to listen to it with conspiratorial giggles. <laughs> and nobody else will ever listen to it. I'm going to try to make Carolyn listen to it and a couple friends from work to see what they think. As they watch the movie or just the shits and giggles. Well, maybe he's picking up the audio a little bit. Frankly, frankly, I think. Frankly? I said it for a reason, Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Kim. And frankly, yeah. And frankly, Frankly, 
Do you really need it with our beautiful commentary? <laughs> Thank you. I'm walking you through this movie. He's got them fuck me eyes on right now. <laughs> it's like a William Freakin commentary. If you listen to any of his commentary, like he literally tells you what's happening on the screen. <laughs> and what's it's like going commentary through. for the people who are visually right, so impaired. shoving the uh, cross-upper thing. Well, he's doing that again. Father Karras is walking across to go talk to uh, Ellen Burson's character, and he's going through his crisis of faith. And of course, they know. <laughs> what, 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 what you doing? No, bro. You pelt me with your shit. I'm throwing. But I was your brother. I am. I'm gonna fucking go out of the way for you. That's why I share and beyond. I share do not. You do not pelt. You say, yo, my man Tones. I don't know what I'm going to pass this out. That has nothing to do with it. I've heard like four different I'm absolving myself my in this accent. Tone, may I lay this at you? Amen, my brother. I'm, I'm absolving myself in this moment. I, I don't want any part of it. So much A&B at the hangout on the rug, even though there's a nice couch in Hey, you know what? Who's sitting on the rug right now while we're watching this? <laughs> the, the quote unquote expert on this movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, you know this already because you saw it earlier, but great shot. That's right. Take your drink. Do you want this, Kim? No, I'm good. Thank you. My God. My brother. No. No. (laughs) Not when it's being recorded. No. Okay. You guys are such a bad influence. I'm like, oh shit, is that Mark Perel or what? Bumblebee! <laughs> oh my god. Hey Bob, do you think Bumblebee actually fucked that girl? Did <laughs> <laughs> you watch a different version of Bumblebee than I did? <laughs> I mean, you watched the porn version. That's the one you were talking about, right? I feel like Bumblebee could produce a phallic, in, uh, a phallic thing that was like small enough for her to fit. And they could have... A very good interspecies relationship. If nothing else, she can take a grapefruit. <laughs> grapefruit, your oh, bumblebee. Kitty. kitty. Thank you. I was going to point out that really. He's cute a pretty kitty. kitty. Me wow. Please. Please. God, why would you want that creepy fuck to sleep with you? Because you got no one else. Yeah. Apparently, he got married, so. When the you know. killer comes, you can kill him instead. I'm assuming killers come. I actually have no idea what the hell's happening. No, no, I can't. No, I have no idea. Again, you guys, this is very Hitchcock. You know, this is the fucking total Hitchcock setup. So. You don't know what anything's going on in Hitchcock either. Mm-hmm. Lion's watching. Hit your mom's car. I do want that lion. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Man, that this lamp. guy knows what I'm talking about. Dude, that yeah. lamp. It's the shit. Lamp? Yes. <laughs> you had Cody at lamp. Where? Forbidden lamp. <laughs> Very well, Conference. Very well, I'm Conference. I have to go to court. I won't be long. Liar. Making out with you. Someone's gonna die. You know that at some point there's been a citrus fruit in that bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> But it could be the lemon shoved up her cooch as contraceptive. It's like it's either that, a grapefruit. I wouldn't recommend shoving a grapefruit up your cooch, but you know, to each their own. 
Dude, I mean, who, who's to say that she just doesn't have a bigger cavity than others? That's true. I mean, in theory, you give birth to a kid. A kid's head's about the size of a grapefruit. The movie was getting as tired of a repartee as possible, and then like drowned us out. Dude, that alone is some pretty clever shit. That's so aggressively turns it up as we go. <laughs> Are we not good enough for you? Well, she doesn't have a chance to take a shot every that, time. That's what we get. That's a great shot. For being in a wheelchair. Wheelchairy. <laughs> Burn. Yeah. What happened to my face? Oh, no. kitty. That's how I go to sleep every night without the cat. Now the cat's actually a ghost. <laughs> Died in my apartment before I moved in. Cat watching you listen to the opera. <laughs> cat's just like, fuck you, I'm leaving. As but you do, is your cat. As long as I'm not Daria Jenta's family opera, because that one can go. <laughs> Where he makes out with rats. Hey. And he's like not disfigured. You got a problem with people kissing rodents? No. Kiss as many rodents as you want. Your boy gives his guinea pigs a kiss on the head every night. Do you, do you put them down your pants? No, fuck no. That's right. weird as shit. Yep. But I kiss them on the head because they're my children. That's fine. Aww. He puts the rats down his pants or else he gets the hose again. <laughs> Look, we're not talking about what you do in the bedroom, Kim. <laughs> or family's woman in our bedroom. Where's your cat to get the phone to you, lady? Yeah. Wait, she yeah, didn't... I know I trained my cat for that. Obviously faking her paralysis. <laughs> Not convincing. <laughs> oh no, I fell off the bed. My wheelchair's rolling away. Oh no, me. is she coming? Okay, great shot. Oh my god. Okay, so, like, hello. Backwards um, us. Let's uh, let's uh, think <laughs> about uh, us for a second. But oh boy. Um, but no, seriously, think about Jordan Peele's follow-up movie and that great shot towards the end. Uh, is it the where Elizabeth Moss is trying to... Fuck, that's right there. Look at the, that lighting, yeah. Forbidden wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, call the police. Wait, my wheelchair now, but it's come to life. 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 It's rolled away. Yeah, well, maybe... Joseph, if we, why are you in this chair? Are you taking photos of, like, you know, she's on... Of her butt. Of her butt, like, just... Photos of butts. Well, he really... It's a great shot. I'm waiting for a fucking, that forward she shot again. is what the kids refer to I'm as... I'm not gonna rewind it, but I really wish thick. I could. You own it, you can... <laughs> I know, but I'm fucking... Man, you need, you, you know... Yeah, you can't watch movie in the back. You cannot <laughs> let your, ring, your phone go past three rings. What I'm, the fuck? Is that a landline? I had to explain landlines to a group of kids today. <laughs> Man, fuck those kids. Eh, millennials. Damn millennials. <laughs> I am a proud boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. Uh, uh, or bench, whatever the hell you call them. <laughs> well, which side do you fight for, Bob? Where the fuck are you wrong? She's very confused. I would be too if I was obviously faking my paralysis. <laughs> So this entire movie is an insurance scam. Oof, what will we put out? Well, 
Open the door, get on the floor. Everybody do the dinosaur. This worm doing the fish. <laughs> the worm. The worm. Richard. Richard. The worm. Is that the cat? Gotta be the cat. Richard. Yeah, Richard. cat's not coming back for you. Yeah, cat's like, fuck you, lady. You lost your wheelchair. I don't want you anymore. I thought she was like, wretched, wretched. I mean, has she ever just considered asking her legs to work? <laughs> the secret. You gotta, you gotta put it out into the universe and it'll happen. Uh-oh. Okay, the, robot, the kill was running along type of box, though. The white. <laughs> Tony, this isn't geology. Where are gloves? Oh, you'll get your glove. Your black gloves soon enough. Well, I bet her legs don't work now. <laughs> they really don't. Ironically, it's to fix the nerve damage, but... <laughs> Although, I don't want to be that guy, but it takes a whole lot longer to strangle someone. Ooh. You know, so one thing, it reminds me of the Family Guy scene where Joe has the accident during his skiing, and he gets up, he's like, Oh my god, I can walk! And then he gets immediately hit again. <laughs> I can see! <laughs> All the best comedy is Stone Bob. Simpsons or Mel Brooks did it. Dr. Peeny? I thought it was Pino. Dr. Pino. Keith. As long as the cat's fine, I don't care. The cat did it. Well, there you go. The cat is the killer. You know, the cat is kind of dead. He's pretty. You know cats have spikes in their penises? I'm not going to ask why you know that. Um, I learned it because my nephew was really into cats. Um, <laughs> when you say he was into cats... I, I, I have made the joke about him getting ripped open by a cat before. Yes, Kim. I wasn't where I was going, but okay. <laughs> So we can't wait for the new movie? <laughs> Ow. Now, now, Idris Elba is not wearing you know, clothes. I'm in. <laughs> Idris Elba needs to fucking fire his agent. Anybody who is in that movie needs to fire their agent. <laughs> like, everybody's in that movie. Dents wearing another cat. I feel like they're all just punking us. It's like their big April Fool's Day prank. Well, I, I remember there was something that had a joke about Ian McKellen actually being in. A um, that, uh, in, in, in a fucking live action cats, and now we are, here we are. It's like the Simpsons predicting President Trump. Well, well, I've been drinking quite a lot. You too? Me too. Oh my god! I have to do another one myself, my brother. Hell yeah, brother! Nobody else? That woman kind of looks like Nancy's mom. And, um, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Nightmare. Have you guys yeah, heard I, I could see that just now for a new Nightmare? Yeah, yeah, I just saw that Twitter. Personally, they just need to do the Peter Jackson one where it's Old Man Freddy. <laughs> and have that be the last one uh, with Robert Englund. Because he wants to do it again. Mode. He said he could do it again. Because mm -hmm. after he did the Goldbergs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I digress. <laughs> Huh. That's rather a dangerous it's, theory. It's one of our strong theories. It's rather a dangerous theory. theory. It is. So, the gentleman on the left is Wolfgang Price, a German character actor who was in a lot of genre yeah. stuff, including 
some pre-Giallo films that were known as a creamy. James Dean! Oh. oh, see, this is the 60s, so he's probably a Nazi then, too. Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Who knows? You know, <laughs> I, actually, that's an interesting question. I want to know now. I'm curious. This, I love the slide in the back. This, <laughs> this Hollywood star went from uh, Auschwitz to Hollywood. Want to see how? Just like in the level case, Inspector. Exactly. Found with the body of Sophia B. It's strong. The gloves doesn't fit you again. The fingers been cut off. You're making an OJ joke in 2019. He's got a Twitter account. He posts videos all the fucking time. If, if people aren't standing at Twitter's day out and this like killing his wife, like continuing forever. Yeah, boy, I does follow him on Twitter, I believe. Are you saying I'm like respond to everything he does with a? No, it's interesting to see that he's like totally fine with getting away with murder. Now I don't think I actually followed him. I think I just check in on him now and again. He posted about the Democratic debates, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking my voting advice from you, okay? <laughs> I know the kind of cheap stories you reporters print. Damn, that a fly-ass turtleneck. <laughs> what kind of brownies are they? The chocolate kind? Yo, you, 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 you boy take one. You boy take one. Was it a man or a woman? It was extremely awful. Oh, are you done, by the way? Lemongitis. Lemongitis. It's like laryngitis, but a little sour. Mm -hmm. It's a. Uh, what happens when you use a lemon instead of a grapefruit? Yeah. Meanwhile, somewhere. Do you suspect anyone? No. Nothing missing from the house. One thing. It's always possible, of course, it was a madman. Oh, yeah, there's the cookies, not the brownies. <laughs> Forbidden cookie. One last question. How do we get here? We're in city, like I'm in German guy, Wolfgang Price, you said? Yep. Are you looking to see if he's a Nazi? Goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. It would be strongly likely that he would not be just because a lot of artists, a lot of German actors and directors like Fritz Lang escaped from the Nazis because they didn't want to be having to deal with that situation. Oh, no, go the 
So is this the orchestra tuning up? Is it what? The orchestra tuning up? Mm. I was gonna say, we've definitely changed the porn music now, and that makes sense. I often do crosswords naked. He was exempt from military service, but he did uh, star in films for UFA. Oh. So, and during World War II. Oh. So they're probably like, yeah, we're not going to make you fight. That mustache be too fly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Bobby, did you just make the grapefruiting noise? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to post that somewhere so people know what we're talking about. I mean, we Oh, could. oh God. Dickwad. Usually one every time. Yeah. Punch him back. Punch his balls. Put a pomegranate seed in his urethra. But that's kind of why Allison doesn't want to watch it y'all. I showed her the the bird of the crystal plumage, and she's like, "Wait, do they always have violence against women?" Like, yep. yeah. It was Italy in the 1970s. Both the answer stabby, is yes. stabby and in slappy slappy. One day I'll get her to watch Deep Red though, because it's not like the apex. I don't think there's any. Is there any violence against women in that? I mean, I, I mean, stabby, he does. Stabby, stabby. I mean, stabby, <laughs> stabby, stabby. Yeah. Well, like, not like hitty, hitty. It's like stabby, well, stabby, the, and then like decapitating. Those are slices. I can't remember, but this is the killer's woman. Oh so better be some. Spoiler alert! If you listen to this, you've probably seen Deep Red. <laughs> or seen I mean, on, uh, and she does get decapitated by the pearls, yeah. or the anal beads. No matter what, <laughs> any pearls and anal bead if you try hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning so much about your sex life today, Cody. <laughs> Let me beat you now. Pillow fight! And RuPaul just in the background. Yes, Queen! Yes! Denny shows up. This is also like how you know a man made this movie. Because <laughs> he hits her. And goes away and comes back, and she's pretending to be dead, and now they're having a pillow fight and wrestling. Like, no respectable woman I mean, would ever make that, that shit. That hasn't happened to you, Kim? You know what they say? Well, I mean, it has. <laughs> Usually I'm hitting the man. <laughs> man, look at that fucking carpet on his chest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, that was the golden age of the manly man and that fucking bushy-ass chest hair. Wow. I do kind of want to rub my hand over it. I kind of want to talk to him about how to kiss because this is kind of painful to watch. So this is a metaphor, right? <laughs> metaphor. She's got a very curved um, uterus, and um, he's driving way too fast, and she's not going to get any enjoyment. Oh, he's driving. I mean, that sounds about right. <laughs> I'm sorry about your uterus, Kim. It's okay. <laughs> this is how every Italian learns how to My brother. I just like the long stares they give each other. You, you just might get the very last one. It's like they're three seconds away from the safe. Yeah, I'm shooting the way it's an honor to be making it for 
I appreciate it. Unfortunately, I don't think it's like Raul the Spectre and Family Opera. Forty-three. Is that important? Kiss. Kiss. For example, Italian Robert Reed. Kiss. That was a formula race in Brown. Kiss. He came in second. Usual party. There was the usual party afterwards. He came in my ass. <laughs> Whoa! Kiss! Kiss! Peso! Kiss! Come on! Queso? Queso did? Queso did. Queso did. Queso did. Four people with queso. Queso, another thing you don't want in your rear view. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't like I, I feel like this is this needs to be a list. What are the things that Cody thinks you should not put in your urethra? <laughs> and you know, honestly, we could make a t-shirt and sell it. We could, and people would buy it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people bought will buy it. Would buy anything. That's true. If you'd like to buy my urethra t-shirt, if you please... put like a kitten on it, people won't even read it. They'll just look at the kitten. Oh my God, do this retweet it because you put pomegranate. <laughs> <laughs> Books, yes. Okay, that shows how much a turtle neck. Is that a turtle neck or a neck brace? What's happening? Why not both? Both is good. Wow. 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 My man. He's just real afraid of getting his throat cut. He's in Giallo. He knows it. Yeah, he knows Actual neck brace. I think it is a neck brace. No, no. Yes. 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 Yeah, because he's a dude who got hit. It's a cast. He's a dude who got hit with the pipe, right? Um, um, he got piped. But not for him. Oh. Hey, look at those kids from Hostel. <laughs> yeah, see, that kid looks like the Stranger Things kid. <laughs> like a really tall version of the Stranger Things kid. Like a Stranger oh Stranger yeah, yeah, like a like Ben Wolfhard. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly a time traveler. Forbidden Wolfhard. <laughs> he is, he's underage, sir. It was in our timeline. 1971, maybe not so much. Yes, murder, yes. Murder, murder. The bat phone. Mm. It's during that reflection of the hat. Is that you? It's me, Billy. It's me. Haggis. Haggis? Haggis? What? Oh, I heard Haggis. Yeah, and I, uh, since you brought up Black Christmas, I will defend that remake. I haven't seen anything about it, but... Oh, no, it's a 2006 remake. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Chocolate uh, Lace Cookies. Keeps trying to get me to watch the trailer, and I'm like, no! Because I watch okay. Castle Rock, it's every other Because the, the, the trailer gives away, like, the whole twist. It does. That's why I haven't watched it. Yeah. As much as Hulu keeps trying to get me to. No, no, it's, been, it's a woman director, too, so I'm like, I'm in. I think it's silly like, to call like it Black Christmas. So. I think it's silly to call it Black Christmas, but... Why not call it literally anything else? Well, I mean, wait, name recognition. I know, but I hate that. I hate when they when they 
call something like a remake or a reboot, but really the only thing that it has in common is that like there's a house. But Black Christmas Boy. Man, the 2006 remake, flesh good cookies, shit. forbidden flesh cookies, flesh cookies. Hey, it was the mid 2000s. So you were like two, right? <laughs> I was six point yeah, nine years old. I was gonna old. say, yeah. <clears throat> I was thirteen when that movie came out. <laughs> I didn't see it till I turned eighteen. Not by my mom being like, "You can't see that." I just got it for two dollars and a half price books. Uh, you may have overpaid. Listen here. <laughs> you, you not you are banned from my good Christian Minecraft server now. Oh no! <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Well, are you going to tell me what my says? The original 74 one? Yep. And also that year that the plague happened, we called it Black Christmas. What is on his desk? It looks like one of the things that Ood had in Doctor Who. He pointed out that you were... He told you I was on the list of suspects. Not exactly. Yes. Everything's ready, sir. They're waiting for you. Thank you. All of your John Constantine cosplay. Then I don't see any reason why you should step aside in such a big thing as this. If I'm not mistaken, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm the one who decides things around here. So let me repeat. You've been full of You know, he could use a mustache to cover up that big-ass mole. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Bernard Herman much, are we? What? Is it Bernard Herman much, are we? God damn it, you know? This seems to remind me actually loved the home. Bernie Sanders? It's Danny DeVito! <laughs> Who endorsed Bernie Sanders, by the way. Yeah. My dream ticket. Danny DeVito and Bernie Sanders. Literally, this many lines that this is totally De Palma. <laughs> Before De Palma. <laughs> That's probably my balance. You always were stupid. Oh, Bob. He's got to vape some more. He's a vapey boy. It's ether. Oh, yeah. A piece of shit? Yep. Or a pomegranate seed. My life is crashing before my eyes. Oh, he's sad. That is some sad acting. Check out the case of the um, whatever I'm writing about. Verse something. You're home late tonight. There was a meeting at the school. What's the matter? Anything wrong? I felt I wanted to talk to somebody. Goodbye. I'm in bad shape. <laughs> Don't you ever when guys do that to you, Kim? No, I don't want to talk to you. But wait. That's just when I punch their balls. So I don't know. I wish you'd have done that to that guy who uh, got all weird on your tour the other day. <laughs> You'll have to narrow it down. I'm going on the boat now. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy. Oh my god, that was yeah, that was ridiculous. And I mean, I did, I did appreciate everyone around me being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, he's not bringing his love affair. No. Why did you leave? <laughs> you told me once you wanted to feed us. See the world. And you said you'd come along. Tell him I'm here, Wink. I have to go. <laughs> Man made this movie. <laughs> Leave the office in the middle of the night or the night. Or I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, Took him that long walk downstairs. <laughs> Early morning. Keep calling hours. Uh, I forgot his vape pen. <laughs> He's gotta stop forgetting that fucking vape pen. Garfunkel over here. <laughs> walk down the path with my hands clasped behind my back, as old men do. I was gonna say he's got like a George C. Scott thing going on. <laughs> Get out of my head. Shit, someone found out I was close to Mussolini.
keep walking forward in the night town like this. <laughs> if I run into you, that's your fault. Because nobody never taught him to not run with knives sticking out. Well, he's going to tell him how to, how to defend his actions with force. Damn, I hate when the dive old age first. <laughs> Damn it! I'm like, does that even count as a kill at this point? No. Like if he had, you know, taken his inhaler away or something, then that would have counted. But if you just chase him until he dies, doesn't count. That's a letdown. May her soul and the souls of all the faithful depart through the mercy of God. Rest in peace. Amen. What? <laughs> what are you looking at? I don't know. What are you looking at? Exactly. Is it my line? Line. I'll talk to you. Please ring me. Hey, there. Hey, there. <laughs> just gonna. Everybody's looking at each other. Whose line is it? Where were you yesterday evening? I went to see Mrs. Holt. Special stairs. What time was that? About ten or ten thirty, I think. Silver globe. So when the tall man's coming in, you can learn a little jogging. Oh, this is a bad. This hour was not there this time either. It does. A good game of Carpenter San Diego, boy. <laughs> we have an attempted murder and two murders. In all three instances, you are one of the few people who knew all the victims. I mean, what friends Especially since you have no alibi in any of these three cases. I know. Still, we haven't decided to formulate charges against you. For the moment. You're very kind. <laughs> Could I just inquire how you knew that I had fight with Reverse? We received an anonymous telephone call this morning. And uh, was it a man or a woman? A man. <gasps> but I think I fifty percent of the population. <laughs> I've been mulling over your theory that someone could could take advantage of a situation like this and could quite happily bump off someone else, leave a glove at the scene of the crime and use our murder as a scapegoat. And my theory could be applied to the Traversi case, right? Why not? Who well, wanted to get rid of Traversi? Well, you had a good motive. Now Portuguese is gone, who will be the next editor? You. <laughs> Let it be the day. Have crazy and conformist ideas and then a drum. I really want to see the Blu-ray of this, honestly. Because the colors are amazing already. Somebody who knew about my troubles in the office. I find it weird movies do that, where they're like, talking somewhere and then we're somewhere else. The they mm. stop talking yeah. for a while, they discover it, eat some dogs. It crossover. <laughs> oh, I thought don't look now, but I was yeah. Don't look now. <laughs> okay, that shot's badass. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't look now, maybe it's But he's nicking from the best, you know? 
mean, there's all this. I mean, I uh, although this does prefigure the passenger, which is a great Mi Michelangelo Antonioni. Um, I would call it kind of an existential horror movie starring Jack Nicholson. There's a lot of visual similarity between this and the other movie. The hotel room shot. That's one of the best sight there is. Oh God, I know. No blindfold. She hasn't gotten there yet. Sorry. Yeah. I jumped the gun. Sorry. Otherwise, he's going to ask, what did you got the grapefruit with? Is it going to hurt? <laughs> here's here's a forbidden combo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lay back and look at it. 
Oh yeah, drink that piss. <laughs> it's my midsummer. Forbidden piss. Yes, this is the scene of this happening. They have a crucial forbearance in the plot. Boobies. I mean, boobies. I thought it was boobies. Lamps. Lamps! Lamp porn! That's what Cody's here for. Forbidden lamp porn. You can tell the police are my way. They're my guardian angels. I know. They kept me at the Gangnam Station all morning. The Gangnam Station? What about Gangnam Style? God, it's such a bull. 2012. Joke comedy. Your bull is nothing but not, uh, but topical. God, it comes. So you're like vampire sparkle or something? Well, why did you ask me why I'm back? Mm -hmm. Why should I? Well, and those wacky Tic Tacs are good. They're getting pretty popular. I'm not coming here again. Little yellow jelly beans. <laughs> Oh, Andrea, you're hopeless, but this time I need it. I've got some news. I'm getting married. Who's your lucky man? To you. You're choice. His name is Frank Reed. I wonder if Frank said anything about us. Nothing. Wouldn't bother him. Hmm? He's always known. But it'll be different when we're married. We both want children. We're both crazy about children. I won't be seen. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not even angry. Why should I be angry? <laughs> well, I used to. You're not wasting any time. A little while ago, somebody called me and managed Jesus the telephone. What did she say? She wanted to see you urgently. She's expecting you at nine at the Grand Hotel. I wrote down a room number over there. Right, Barbara, how are you hanging out? Mm -hmm. Is your family <coughs> back? Yes. Give me your keys and leave these lights on. I'll take you. I'm going anyway. Then you leave now through the courtyard.
Fabulous sunglasses! Aren't you going to ask me if it was I who killed her? Huh? <laughs> it's your business. Wow. Forbidden turtle glasses. I still keep thinking that's a turtleneck. I'm never not going to think it's a turtleneck. I'll give it in my letters. Oh, Bobby. Oh, we're trying to match. <laughs> I'm going to give him props for using a costume from earlier. Nevertheless, he still gets to the trouble of sending me an anonymous letter. Instead of well, you got me for one day, and I'm not changing. I said, you later. I don't care. Honey, you can keep it. Print it. Give it to the police. What have you like? And you know, in case it may help you with your investigation, there is one detail that might interest you. Oh, which one is mine? I forget. Uh, mine's on the counter, so it's not that one. Okay, that's mine then. Thank you, Tony. And my wig is so fabulous. It's Little Orphan Annie style. Man, who doesn't want to fuck Little Orphan Annie? <laughs> With a grapefruit? With a grapefruit. <laughs> well, it's... It's the uh, Giallo version of Hard Knock Life. Yes, I'm not the knife. 
for us. It's a black It's a dark treated. We get slashed. Instead of kisses, we get stabbed. Alright, Baba, what's that? Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you ought to dorky this all, and I love that. <laughs> Candyman, Candyman. Run, movie. <laughs> nah, man, he's about to get dicked by Tony Todd. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kim just woke up. <laughs> I just said he gonna get dicked by Tony Todd. <laughs> flush, flush. And then boots. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you getting them rain boots dirty as fuck. <laughs> I was trying to figure out are they brown because of the dirt or because that's their color. Oh, it's a little more than Annie getting some. Whoa, that's a face. It, it looks like the Phantom of the Opera <laughs> a little bit. You see it. Call me Sam. Can I call you Sam? <laughs> Watching the Watchmen. Peeping Toms on Pop Top Peeping Toms. You know, we're having sex in a public place and nobody, and they're not looking for other people to be watching them. Italian James Dean. I figured, is it James Dean they're actually going to, like, CGI back into a movie? Yeah. It's like Gene Kelly selling the, um, vacuums about 10 years ago, really? Yeah. We had a stare one. idea for me to wait by the fire till it gets dark before I leave. Michael Myers got it going. <laughs> wait, no, it's <laughs> No, he's the guy with the knives, man. Do people still put on hockey masks and try to scare you? <laughs> and someone yelled boo at me on the tour. Like, came up behind me. This is not the gentleman that grabbed my shoulders we were walking by and went BOO! and I was like okay are, are you done? you done yet? I'm gonna go back and run fire why do girls keep saying that to me? <laughs> is it in? that's what she said Man, 
Man, you should get that asthma looked at. He's just breathing really heavy because you got pomegranate in his urethra. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's killing people. He's just so mad. Oh. That's not going to kill anyone. Oh. Oh, that really hurt. Go with it. Go with it. Go with it. Shenanigans. It wasn't deep enough. It wasn't oh, no, enough blood. Not. They're going to kidnap that Oompa Loompa. That's not going to kill you. <laughs> See, at least someone, like no, a guy's Frank getting Nero slapped at. might kill you. We see you across the police. I'll run in for corruption and exploitation of mines. And anything else I can find on the way. I want to know everything. Especially for the internet police. I don't know anything. I would believe that. Let me slap you some more like you're a woman. You to remember. You pay for this. Who was it to attack John Lubbock in the tunnel? You saw him. I know you did. I don't know. I don't know. Dick punch. Who was who? Julius Fong. Old Swabby. Old Suave? Is that his name? Old Suave's dad. <laughs> I was thinking more like Old Spice, but Italian. Julius said she'd leave me if I told the police. And of course you preferred to keep the girl. Huh? It wasn't like having money in the bank. Right? Dr. Billy, was you only paying you for your performances? Huh? I was for me. No. Not just for that. Julius' father. It was his idea. You were blackmailing him. Yes. I heard something different. But Swabi has nothing to do with any of those murders. I know he's a dirty old man, but he's not a murderer. Why are you so sure? <laughs> because he works for Hoffer Transport every Tuesday. He takes a truck up north and he doesn't come back until late Wednesday night. What does that prove? Dr. Beanie's wife and Isabel Lynch were both murdered on a Tuesday. And it was on a Wednesday. But me? The father himself was arrested. It was a Tuesday. How does that fit in with this fucking business I'm telling you about? Last Tuesday, there was a strike at Hopper Transport. He didn't leave, but he didn't kill Joey either, even though he was spying on her. You would have he always looks like he's smelling a fart. Always. Scientist or the scientist. He always like the way his nose is always slightly up, and he's always a little like I just smelled a fart. Maybe it's my own. He's continually disappointed in the fact that those stairs aren't a slide. Every time I see them, I'm like, I want to slide down the stairs. Continuing this inquiry of yours. Fine. Go ahead. I'll show you once and for all that I have nothing at all to fear either from you or the police. And now, please. Uh, at the police. Mr. Belmont, please. Is that you, Edward? I've got to talk to you. Mm. It's not a moment to lose. Are you really going to pop this? That is a jacket. Yes, it's coming out tomorrow. And I thought Dr. Billy was rather nice to him then. You think he's a murderer? Look <laughs> how casual. Oh, you think he's the murderer? Yeah, Alright, then. No, Quite possible. No but, you know, before I publish it, before I go for dinner, I'm going to pull it. next talk. Nope. You know, there is something similar about these murders, but I can't put my finger on it. This Howard Stark prequel is being exposed. <laughs> 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 when will you be back? 
Don't, don't. It's Tuesday. Join a market in the market in LA. I know. We just wanted to take you for a ride. Woo! Ride smooth. He has been following me for a long time. So you know then where I didn't kill anybody. And if you lock me up now, I'll have a perfect alibi when the last thing you guys cut off that cloud. Good gig if you can get it. Two days a week, only gotta kill someone? Oh my god, four four months have passed? Two days. By all we mean nothing. As long as it works in Batman, it works here. Sixty-six If that doll enters the <laughs> phone, this becomes a whole other movie. Yeah. It's that bitch Annabelle. 
It's like, who the but, fuck is waking me up? I mean, maybe something. Sleeping before you woke me up, you bitch. <laughs> I'm coming on the next plane. Did you have supper? Yeah. I bought flowers and food. Then I went to bed. Now you go back to bed, darling. And let me speak to Elsa. Elsa's not here. She went to the airport. To meet you like you said in the telephone call. Who telephoned? I don't know. Somebody. Elsa <laughs> said the dentist called too. By tomorrow. Yeah, what an ugly child. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now listen to me. Go and lock all the doors and windows. The ones to the garden too. And don't open up for anyone. You understand? Not for anyone. Hi. Yeah, I fucking said so, you little rat. Please, darling. Wait. Also, Elsa kind of sucks in her job if she, like, left the kid alone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I gotta fuck off, kid off. Of course, you may have just locked someone in the house with you. Are they ready for the purge? <laughs> I would watch a purge about just, like, a solo five-year-old trying to... <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of rad, actually. Uh, that was already made. It's called Home Alone. <laughs> I was going to say, so far he's a lot more calm than most of the people in the Persian movie. Uh, yeah. Disturbing. 
Did you do what I told you? Yes, sir. Now go back to bed, and I'll bring you a nice surprise. Uh -oh. Tony! The light went out. I'm scared. Aren't you there anymore, Mama? Tony! This kid's cool, but he's not being bark. <laughs> but what kid? What I 36 year old man isn't? I saw Gary Brown. I knew Peter Park. <laughs> and you are no Peter Park. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> now, what's funny is that this kid's actually 38. Peter Park is 26. <laughs> Do you think you get Peter Park for Crypticon? <laughs> There's one movie. Oh, God, yes. Language bear and all. Where the little jigsaw doll has to come out. Yeah, it's a, or the doll from uh, <laughs> the doll from uh, Deep Red. <laughs> Do you wear ruby slippers? <laughs> Fulci movie, he would have blown that kid's fucking head off. <laughs> oh god. Really it melted, taking an hour and a half to do it. Oh, eye gouging. Pussy didn't even put up a fight like the guy in Torso did. <laughs> <laughs>
See the time travel thing is okay. Citrus in the air? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we got so much enjoyment out of that. Because I'm like, this is either going to go over really well or you're going to look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. Why not both? Why not both? like the boogeyman from the early Lama movies. <laughs> <coughs> a little red dragon guy going yeah. on too. Kick his ass. Do you see? Do you see? This is when I went on vacation. Do you see? Do you see? Oh my god, it's so boring. <laughs> Why didn't he pull the knife out after he hit him with a pipe? Oh, that was weak. <laughs> that fight? Well, they're both kind of tired. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, they're fatigued at this point. Exactly. Good stage combat, you should see that. It's like like... I just going through the. You see, you're getting yeah, more and more. Yeah, now, it's sure, a pet yeah. peeve of mine from. We used to talk about it a lot in grad school. My stage combat instructors used to really go off on it. You get injured, you get tired. Yeah, it only matters if you shot in certain places. If you shot in the shoulder or the side, you're basically going to the end. And now? Like Rip off the pantyhose. Take off his top. Yeah. And he's dead. Alright, are we starting to turn that Double tap. Under the sign of Aries. Most favorable day, Tuesday. 
All the murders took place on a Tuesday, but he was attacked in the tunnel on a Monday. If you run another check on the first glove that was found, the one that gave him his trademark, I think you'll find it belongs to Julius Oliver's father. The motive? Jealousy. He was in love, not with Isabelle Lange, but with Eduardo Valmont. For love with Isabelle was a femme fatale, who had seduced the reluctant Valmont away from him, and therefore she had to be punished. By committing five murders, he thought he could hide his real motive. That's some fucking trippy shit. He told me right? that the plastic cast would have been taken off two months ago. And until yesterday, Labo can always It's regrettable that it's used as a tawdry device, but still, just that. Innocent. I have a faith in being thrust into this world of injustice and This is how I did the telephone effect. You play it backwards and say it lives. And the other characters need to be going, where's Poochie? The end. The end. Thank you, anyone who might be still be listening. For like, uh, if went and found the movie and watched it with us in our Sorry, <laughs> we apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> we were going uh, pretty well okay. there. And then, like, you know what? The last five or ten minutes, though, everyone... It, it like It's pretty fucking absorbing. Yeah? yeah. yeah. This I don't know if this was the best one to do. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, this is pretty much, yeah. Yeah, we've come back for a second commentary. I went out and started recording. Oh, we're, I'm we're sorry we didn't miss it. Strip nude for your killer. Strip nude. Yes, as, as Kim takes off into the night. Mm. I don't know what her... Kim doesn't want to watch a botched abortion. <sighs> I don't know, there's one of the botched Not white houses in there. Not <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Was, I got as a free limits. woman of, of Planned Parenthood, she has a watch abortions every day, because that's her right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, unplanned the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you mean the documentary? That they try to stop? <laughs> as if he does start out with, like, with <laughs> a botched abortion. That is a botched abortion. Well, that's how a red Christmas started out a couple years ago. As yeah. promised and delivered. In the fucking first two minutes of wow. the movie. The, uh, you cannot get more bluntly direct. Now, have you guys seen uh, the D. Wallace movie, uh, Red yep. Christmas? That yeah. starts with that. Really? That starts with the Boston abortion. <laughs> it's such a good literary device. 
a botched abortion? If I have a nipple. Hey man, Shakespeare started with it. <laughs> That's what Mid- You sound like he's a product of a botched abortion. <laughs> That's what Midsummer Night's Dream's about. <laughs> my, oh, well, I think my ride isn't riding for 10 minutes apparently, wow. so. Wow. What the hell's going on? Oh yeah, after. Uh, <laughs> 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 but a box. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm bummed we're gonna miss this one. I was excited to see it. Well, next time. Hey, you know what? I think this should be a yearly tradition. Honestly. Oh fuck yeah! Well, oh, you mean yeah. weekly? Okay, yeah. That has its work. Don't worry. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll do Giallo Night of Chonies. Kim, I expect more pictures. Kim can keep having podcasts. We'll do Rocky Horror at Bob's. And then uh, Christ, Christian movies oh, and Little shit, Caesars yeah. at my house. Hey, it's that one away. Seriously, isn't that black exploitation film? You're stoned? <laughs> well, it's an Italian movie. There's no black people. So it's the Temptations. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah, only done it's like Euro Trash style. For your killer. Because you get this shit. <laughs> Fucking awesome score. It's, it's like so seedy, you know? It's like you said, porn yeah, music. It's, it's, like, it's like the cinematic equivalent of a Tijuana Bible for God's sake. <laughs> That's exactly how this movie plays. With Amanda. No last name, just Amanda. Hey, Madonna. Hey, did you guys get a last name? No. Hey, you don't know where Madonna got her one named Shtick. But her last name is... She's been watching this motherfucker. And when you see some of his shots, you'll think, yes. I think Madonna watched this film. Well, okay, maybe not, but okay, yes. Andrea Bianchi, Burial Grounds. I don't know. So is this Peter Bark? Unfortunately, no Peter Bark. Dude, I would have paid... I will pay money for What's there the is, fucking point, Tony? What's the fucking point? There is such a wonderland of just greasy, sleazy shit in this movie that yeah, it's like a gold it's like a it's like a gold mine of trash. Well, it's an Italian movie in the seventies, of course. Well thank you, but it's like the apex yeah, yeah. of that shit. Yeah, no, this one is it's like it's like it's like traditional Italian giallo sleaze like shift like like on fucking crystal meth. Yeah, exactly like <laughs> this. It's like somebody took it, you know, popped it up with some crystal, and it was like, here you go. And it's so of its time. I mean, God. And, you, and look at the city, you know. It's like really, you know, this is like, and the thing that also is really, I think, kind of cool and jarring at the same time, is it's shot like this. Yeah. It's shot very artistically most of the time. Oh, but it's like a fucking really nicely drawn Tijuana Bible. Yeah, I haven't seen really any of other Bianchi's other movies beyond this Ariel Brown, which are both, yeah, I mean, that's a rich enough legacy right there. But I heard he did everything from, you know, very traditional mainstream movies all the way down to hardcore porn. So, you know, I I, I, believe that. Yeah, exactly. Because it's all in there. He's mashed it all up. He's mashed both of those sensibilities up in this movie. Forbidden abortion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of a band. Forbidden abortion. <laughs> it's like a metal band. That sounds like a metal sound. band. A uh, metal band or a hardcore punk band. Yeah, that's true. It's an R and B band. <laughs> 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 
Or it could be a Christian rock band. We're forbidden abortion, and here's a song about why you should wait until marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Does Darth Vader make you cameo? (laughs) Why does everyone breathe so heavy in these? Like, they either need to do more cardio or they need more hair. Take the game of um, student bodies. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? I said. <laughs> Winslow Leach going on there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, man. Paint blood. Paint blood is my That's favorite. That's that fucking model paint blood. That beautiful Italian model paint, model paint blood. Oh, shit. It's also a very specific shade of red. Exactly. Deep red? Before the rosa? <laughs> Belly flop. It's like this total like 70s swinger fucking wonderland that they're opening up with this shit. And the Wolfman. <laughs> Actually, it looks like Sid Haig with more hair. Oh it does! God. A lot more hair. Yes. Everywhere. Wait, she is hyper focused on something. Unlocking. Not seeing those guys. She, she's just like trying to prevent a, a turd from coming out. <laughs> or grapefruit. Let's keep grapefruit inside. Again, this is the apex, the height, depth, width, and breadth of political incorrectness. And it only gets better from here. (laughs) We're a race to the bottom, my friend. Amen. Uh, I was going to say, we we saw the bottom multiple times. Okay, another fucking great shot, yes. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to say that all night. My ride is arriving soon, so I should head outside. Uh, thank you for hosting, Tony. My pleasure. This was lovely. Thank you for coming. Of course. We'll, we'll do it again. Uh, I expect updates on what's happening through the movie. Anything delightful happens, you need to tell me. Sorry to cut out early. See you, Kim. Nice. The whole downstairs. Yes, please. Bye, Kim. Bye. Um, watch your step out there sometimes. Uh, not anything. Uh, I'm working on it, sometimes it isn't. So yeah, please be careful. You're making me Put it right. Put it away. 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 Thanks for the information, sir. I'm saying it'd be if your body was holding against me. Mm. Alright. Uh, you don't know what you're missing. What? Ted Bundy? Uh, yes. Now, get this. That actor, his name is Nino Castelnuovo. Oh, yeah? Not me. Eight years previous, he was the leading man in Jacques Demy's Umbrellas as Sherwood. Really? And now he's playing a, like one of the biggest sleaze balls in an Italian genre movie ever. Yeah, pretty sure. 
Really? Here, baby, let me choke you. <laughs> just a little bit. He's just testing the waters a little bit. <laughs> See where, where she draws the line. First of all, you're gonna have to lose a bit of that tummy. Baby. Oh. Hey, listen, there's a place I want to take you. We could do some. Come on, cola. Okay. Let's sign That's what you and need. Some healthy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. I might regret it, but I'm gonna have to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're here all night. What are you doing? My son. Just get there's silly encumbrances here. No use at all. In fact, they do more what? Good. What's going on? Why am I naked? Those are just audio nudity. Over your ears. If you knew how many of the great names of fashion robbing began just like you're doing now. Getting stripped naked in a sauna. Oh my With 30 God. fucking feet. It doesn't matter. Whichever way it is, it'll be beautiful. This is like the world's Olympics of fucking okay. political incorrectness. This is like so. I don't think there's camera in that. I'm filming that camera. <laughs> but you know what? You gotta admire the mastering of this fucking Blu-ray and the vividness of the color of Nino's shorts. They lovingly restored this. Fuck shit! Look at that! Look at those eye-popping colors. Jesus. Wait, what'd you call Arrow before we started recording? The the Criterion of Trash. <laughs> Send that to them. Put it on their jeans. <laughs> They'll probably do it, too. Vinegar Syndrome would. <laughs> oh, Vinegar Syndrome, hello would. Fuck yes. Oh, I know Arrow would. Hey. I don't have nearly enough Arrow, arrow discs. I have, like, Basket Case and... Um, that's the case, eaten alive and uh, brain damage. Oh, I think awesome. only two that I have. So, two hit lottery movies, hit a lot of movies, and one Tobey Hooper movie. Hello. Uh, I've been waiting half an hour. Oh, fuck off! And you can't just see I'm busy. Oh, go to hell. No, 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 no. In the porch, just to join in, man. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, this is really Not that I'm having sex at this technique. And what is up with her makeup? Could you do me a favor? Put on a bit more eyeshadow. No, don't put more eyeshadow on there. She's wearing blue eyeshadow. So she can take the makers with her. She mustn't try to hers. Oh, there's Jim Beam. Oh, dude, Jim Beam. No, I'm such a snob. Sorry. Ladies and gents, cast your eyes on the new model for tomorrow's photo session. <laughs> this is the J&B Fest, oh, so we should finish the J&B. Yeah. Let's do that. This is your Let's see Palmer. Pretty nice. Huh? Tomorrow's work has been treated the model. I think you, my friends, we shall give the last bit of J&B. Oh, yeah. I think that is only fair because I've had like five of them. If you want to become a great photographer, you've got to pick your models with And I just, I haven't been able to, uh... And never discuss a colleague's choice, all right? To pay it forward to you quite yet. Well, well, so. for the moment, yeah. take a good look at it. Come on. And she's first class merchandise. Look at it. Yes, but have a good well, time. Merchandise. Hey, Jamie. Oh, it's Jamie in the back. Uh, like right there above her head. Getting yeah. busy. Hanging out. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> Levi's, too. And, and okay, a Dweesh Fennec. Absolutely gorgeous. She's got this pixie thing going on. A discovery of mine. Any picture work out, Gisela? Yes, she just might. Oh, wait, she's stripped. She's got a sensational body. I feel we should talk this over. Come into my office, will you? Why? Because you're fucking fired. Well? To the office. Come on, little lady, it's time to work. 
with Roddy singing out. She'll have her hands full with Gisela. Oh, the hell with Roddy. Go on. Not doing that. She's nice. You think she puts out? That's good wife, you jerk. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. Okay, there's enough of this to where we all three might be able to have more J and B. Look at me. 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 Oh, I know. Give me a chip. the last thing. Love his mouth is like a quarter of a second, but his lines are much, much longer. Just Spinel not available? Or is Joe Spinel a little too yeah. sleazy for this? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, this is. J and B, triple cola, which is uh, high caffeine small. cola, uh, and uh, a squeeze of lime, like some little lime juice. Uh, said lime is on the rim, and we're gonna throw some pomegranates in here. So, and it'll, you don't get quite as much contrast as you did with the with the ginger beer, oh, but yeah. it's quite lovely. So, mi amigo, thank you. Brother. It's actually going to be a sweater his mom made for him. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I being uh, only it was when he was 10. <laughs> no, he's still wearing it. Uh, Just a second, Cecil Payton. Wow. How did you use a mirror as a model? No water. Well, take a look, Carl. What do you think? 
Well, your penis? Uh, hell no. Hell's to the no. A douchebag. I know. He's like Mr. Sunshine. He's Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? Now it's like, okay, you've got the most gorgeous woman on the planet, like, ready to make the moves on you. And you're going to talk to her like that. Well played, my friend. Well fucking played. And it being the 70s, it works. Jesus fucking Christ, you ain't kidding. Gee, I can't imagine if this was written by a man. No. I think it was. Actually, who I think I think this might have been written by Ernesto Gastaldi, who actually wrote a lot of very good um, Italian genre films. However, I'm not sure. And that would be way more upscale than this movie feels like it should have. <laughs> Right to the grapefruit. <laughs> Our hero, ladies and gents. Same for you. Shot of J&B, triple cola, actual squeezed lime juice, and the lime on the rim, and last but not least, we shall do more pomegranate. Not as much contrast, but it is be very pretty. Take a look at it. Sound good? <laughs> and that's now good. the chef gets to try his concoction. <laughs> uh, so that's where you hide your car, huh? Nothing like a woman parking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you're just cruising for a bruising, motherfucker. For a Peter Burger. God, what a creep. Peter, I know. Seeing his webs everywhere. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Any of Kim's cookies left, or does she take them? Um, actually, I think uh, her brownies, her whole plate of brownies is here, and also one of the shortbreads. Ooh. Okay, yeah, and I had the other one, so yes, you should. It's pretty fucking amazing. Pretty good? Very fucking good. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry for Chad's pornos in the back of the bottom cabinet. <laughs> yeah, there you are.
joke. Sarah Presley, okay. And Rosanna likes Grease too. <laughs> Allison and I watched Grease 2 for the first time for her the, the, the other week. Watched Mannequin and Grease 2, so we had a wonderful night. Um, oh God. Bad movies. That person looks like they're wearing someone else's face. Oh God, totally. It's like stretched over. Uh huh. The thing I will say I've always loved about Italian genre flicks is they use people with really unusual faces a lot. Udo uh, like, Oh, well, Udo Kier's like a Greek god, yeah. but a lot of, but like, like this guy, a lot of these people have faces that uh, like either look like just regular real people or like regular real people operatically exaggerated. I just love how they use faces in Italian Adult Peter Bark. <laughs> Amen. See, see, Skeletor didn't need to go evil. He just needed to go to Italy. He would have been a movie star. Oh, total. Skeletor. Who is the killer? Hey, man. Marvelous. I didn't know you were a motorcyclist. I think you're feeling a little tipsy. Jamie, on screen. This is the best fucking J and B scene. Oh yes, fuck yes. I can't imagine what you want with Would you would you like to pour yourself a cool drink in J and B before you kill me? Oh, like the, the slasher notion of oh, oh fuck. Okay. Now this pisses me off. You do not waste your J and B. This person is a genuine psychotic if they're going to waste their J and B life. Thank you. Oh my god, this is so tawdry. Please put that down. No. What did I ever do to you? Oh, please. Ah! 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 Now, serious, Vikers, you better drink the rest of that J&B. <laughs> Where's your You may be licking my J&B off the floor. <laughs> Motherfucker. The credit's getting mad at you, though. Again, this is such fucking gutter trash, but it's so well shot. It, like, looks really good. But then the transfer helps. This is, I believe, a 4K trans uh, transfer on this movie, so it just sparkles. There are some Academy Award-winning films that don't have 4K... Oh, I know, dude. And I love that Strip New for Your Killer has it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's so beautiful. Yeah, there's some ugly movies there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Famous. He dead, fam. Oh shit. Some a bitch. Shit. I heard that there was some J and Beef. I, I actually, I smelled some J and B out there, and I thought I just wanted to come in and see what you got. And then, how did J and B become like the the go to for Italian cinema? You know what? That is a really good question. They, I I don't know. Oh God, yes. Are his pants down? His pants damn right, his pants are down. Yeah. And you see a strategic pool of blood, my friend. <laughs> ah, yeah. So yes. But then you say it was like a. Uh, 
database? Yeah, there is a blog called J&B in the Movies that has a whole bunch of, you know, and this is one of the top ranked, oh, you know. J&B. When I saw it for the first time for 100 days, I'm like, yeah. it leaks J&B out of the screen. Yes. I went back to try and find your post. I went down, I couldn't go further enough to find it. Turns out that was like towards the end. I know his was like second last, but... I like yours is a lot closer, but I made it down to like Waxworth. Like, yeah. Then they started getting to the Herschel Gordon Lewis stuff. I'm like, uh, no. It's like an Italian, uh, well, more Italian uh, rip off of uh, De Niro. In our kind of business, a person doesn't take long to know who he does and doesn't like. Thought you were going to be like, you talking shit about Herschel Gordon Lewis, boy? No, no, the. He was supposed to come downstairs. Yeah. He wasn't there, so I asked the He's like a wax version of, uh, of De Niro come to life. He's the waxwork. <laughs> the waxwork De Niro. It's like the, the Italian Robert De Niro. <laughs> Not choosing what I did. I know I shouted. I must have passed out. Come on, get that leg up. There we just have this casual conversation. I can't really understand. Oh, I was trying to be Jesus, Captain, you look like a pet cobra just dying. Look, you're wearing a coat that's worth thousands of dollars. Your pet cobra just dying. That is a very particular direct thing. Like, like it's a normal thing to have a pet cobra. It's a very specific... Yeah, he's... Like, he's lived a different life than us. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're 55,000 feet in the air on your private jet, and you're now J&B and cocaine... <laughs> and your pet cobra just died. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like a the commercial with like Jennifer um, Jennifer again Anderson. the fucking glowing neon underwear this fucking 4K restoration Jesus Christ the underwear is pop art in this fucking movie Christ I didn't even, that didn't even stick in my head the first two times I saw it you know I, now man I wish that those underwear probably didn't get destroyed they would be a wonderful piece to hang on the wall shit you ain't kidding. Oh God! I, I, this is guy. This guy's like one of my favorite grotesque red herrings in the history of an Italian genre. Movie. Oh God! Yeah. yeah no way, it's like, he's such a slime ball. It's just it's red so herring, great. but there's no way he fit in that uh, that motorcycle outfit. Very slippery. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> well, this is really. I wrote now. I really just took it from Rob. It's like well, it was like, was like the fake oh, yeah. Annie from last movie. That is a great job. It's a hard life. However, Mario Ferrari was a salaried employee, wasn't he? Not salaried. Sharon Stone. Just so happy to have the word. Just here for an hour. Same as Joe Carlo Bianchi and Marta Cortini. But there are no fixed contracts. Lucio Fulci over there being like, Isn't there anything you should have books a big Marvel? Well, a little more. You know, I wonder if any particular man or woman I don't know anything at all concerning their private lives. Yeah, I don't know. I admire that. Only you're far from being the police's ideal witness. You mean there's nothing you can tell me about it even after two and a half years? I'm not fond of spreading dirty gossip, you know. I suppose there's one thing I could say. Mari gave me direction of not being at all interested in women. He was a homosexual? 
that wasn't what I told you. All I said was I got the impression he wasn't interested in the opposite sex. A lot of girls pass through these doors, Inspector. I just find it a little strange that he never made a pass at any of them. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything more concrete to it than that. Or if he had any particular friends anywhere. And if you come right down to it, isn't it your job to find these things out, Inspector? Yes, of course. Well, thanks for your help. I'll act on it. And you have my word that I'll disturb you as little as possible. Goodbye. Ah, just one more thing. Have you by chance come across the name Giulio Costelli? No, is he a model? Or perhaps he's with another agency? No, he's not a model. He was an MD, and he was murdered over a month ago. Opened up just like Mario Ferrari. Mario Ferrari, that's Could such a giallo name. I know. In the site well, I know it should be one of those Facebook games where, you know, your Giala name is the first name of your uncle and the brand of the first appliance that you will get in your room, you know? I, 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 I would want to be Roberto J. Oh my god, okay, here we go. This this is more industrial strength sleeves. A sadomasochistic lesbian love scene all in the nude in the middle of the movie. Yep. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. They don't even, like, prepare you for it. They Thank you. Boom. Like, fucking again. It's that fucking guerrilla filmmaking and that that yeah. fucking confrontational, like, transgressive shit that, like, genre cinema does, you know? Nude is not be already stripped for your killer. It's stripped nude for your killer. Yeah. It indicates it happens during the course of the scene. I think you only That's Mr. The gatekeeper to you. Zero out of ten. Remember what I told you about Carlo? Stay away from him for your own good. Ah, uh, yes. Well, if you give me a job, I can do what you want. If not, you'll have to do without me. How clever. A little blackmail, is that it? Don't get any ideas into your empty little head, my sweet. You could be very sorry. Oh, so yeah, this actress's name is uh, Femi Benussi, and she was born uh, March 4th, 1945 in Rovigno, Istria, Italy, and uh, she did quite a few of these, actually. I think uh, one of the more famous ones is The Bloody Pit of Horror, in which Mariska Hargitay's dad, Mickey, uh, plays a masked sadist uh, who makes short mincemeat of uh, a bunch of actresses. Uh, and uh, let's see, she also has it's done. these once. Telling that James Manfield. Absolutely, yeah. She's also done a lot of the Italian um, sex comedies of the 70s and 80s, too. Very long career. We filmed her watching the. And nude in a fair amount of her movies, of course. Uh, one of the new season, Mystery Science, um, and they had one of the Hercules movies with Marissa's uh, dad. And uh, James Manfield's in that one, too. And, uh, the Loves of Hercules, yeah. a.k.a. Hercules versus the High Ground, yes. Yeah, uh, I love that movie, by the <laughs> and way, it's, uh, we in were case you can't it. tell. <laughs> and I was like, I turned to Alice, and I'm like, those are Mr. Hargitay's parents. She's like, what? No! <laughs> it is shocking. Gisela? <laughs> because she watches a lot of Law and Order. 
lots of lawnmowers. SVU specifically? Or yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Sure. That's the one that everybody watches. Yeah, yeah. that's one of the videos on, so. I liked the original lawnmower. Christopher Loney. My grandma used to watch that shit all the fucking time. I must say, I vastly preferred SVU to the original. Yeah. The original felt so... The original felt like somebody took a a newspaper article, Xeroxed it, and like blocked out certain words, and then actually fabricated a script around it. I mean, it felt so like fragrantly, transparently, slavishly, you know, um, ripped from the headlines. I'm really surprised they were able to get like 13 seasons of like all of their shows. Like, oh, I I'm know. pretty sure they like, had like one, like maybe two actual seasons of scripts that they would usually like just change. Like, oh, all right, God. you go through there and you change this detail, you move this around, change this name. Yeah. Good. Season one is season four. SVU is was it 20 years now? Yeah. We're fans of short stories. You might actually listen to us all zero of you. Uh, check out Kelly. No, is it Kelly and Classic Figures? No. God, I can't remember. There's a short story that I read this year. It's like a fucked up version of SVU. It's like a slightly different world, and it's weird. But it's one of those things where reality changes as you're reading it. But. If anyone's curious, message me and I'll look it up. <laughs> Just message him, Jen. Kentucky Derby. Bee Theater. My dad, uh, when we had a bar at our house in West Virginia, my dad had a bunch of like decorations like that where like the mirrors with the like, ads on them. Oklahoma Railroad. Sounds like a really weird sex act. There you go, Yeah, she was a freak in the sack. She gave me an Oklahoma Railroad. <laughs> well, she was like late tracks really early, right? Because then they. The Sooner State, right? The Sooner. But they came in like before they're supposed to. It's like, and guys, we're here. There's still more TNG. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Cody, my man, do you want another drink? Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> I want to polish that thing off, man. Uh, I feel like it, I feel like it's a mission, you know. I feel like it's our like our like mission for the night is to completely polish the bottle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> stab, 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 stab. Oh yes, that's a pretty good cut. Yeah, it's a very nice cut. I mean, it's obviously like you know a lot of work to it, but yeah, but it's stylish as hell, you know. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, I'll be still my fluttering heart. But it's different because like, I know we're talking about how like violent and uh, bloody Giallo's are. But you normally don't actually see the wound. That was last time. That is kind of infrequent. You usually just have the blood on the body or next to it. Thank you. A little milk. A little white milk? You're a puppy. How do we get coffee like that? We are actually out of ginger beer and cola, but I do have orange juice. Mimosa it up, my friend. There we go. I haven't got any. Well, this is the first time I'll pardon you. The next time I better not have to remind you. Oh! Get your cocksuckers going. 
Such a such a charmer he is. <laughs> Isn't he like the biggest fucking scumball in the fucking universe? I certainly hope so. Oh god, his character, you just wanna you just want him to get it, you know? Oh he's horrible. I just thought of something. I'm get back to my head. Get the rocks out first. It's the upside of switching to the ocean. I remember one thing. This is just for today. Don't get used to it, huh? Look at that wallpaper. Holy shit. That's some fucking classic Giallo wallpaper right there. I know the old trick. The first time the tree The upside that we've got the... This is literally like the Giallo. This is like yellow. So... Shut up, your coffee needs drinking. Mm. And that little bit of red. Mm. Ooh, now it's, it's almost layering. Check that out. That's pretty. Now that's only a single. Uh, it's stupid of me to explain. You don't understand a damn thing anyhow. Mm. A person doesn't have to be Einstein to have a cup of coffee's good or not. Mm. Milk and coffee's <laughs> like watering wine. Both are ruined. That's the truth. Oh. You see this one? So she had. I gotta, I gotta say, she whoever is Maria. dubbing Edwige Fennec's voice oh, God, in this movie it, is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most bland American female voice what? you could possibly use. You're the one who brought it to the studio. And she so doesn't sound like that in the oh, Italian language movie. Don't start asking stupid questions. This whole thing's too complicated already. That girl showed up all alone that day. And just said I liked her face a lot. I took a little film for her. But I didn't know her. I never seen her before. I'll be understand. Thank you. Here, let me choke you out while I say how innocent I am. <laughs> goes right back to reading the article after he almost chokes her out. I, you know, again, I I really wonder if this was honestly some sort of like really sick satire on the part of Andrea Bianchi. Shit like this is so over the top, and it's like such a slingshot between like these awful things and him, you know, obviously being reframed as the hero. You know, it's unbelievable. It's a fascinating artifact, you know? You know, the weird thing is, this guy wound up on the Supreme Court. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like that. It's the Italian Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. He just needed to cry on television and, uh... There you go. Yeah, not before she came to the So, obviously, you hadn't known her before then. No, I didn't know her. No. However, the doorman says he saw the two of you coming oh, in I should have offered you some lime. Now that I think about it, got another lime in there. It's good. Yeah, of course. You're absolutely right. Well, she was standing at the main entrance. I figured she was looking for the studio. Took her in. She was here when I came. I did not call her, send for her, or have her taken in. I figured... She just appeared one day. Perhaps mine. 
Energy going on actually. He's giving a really yeah, interesting yeah, performance, Castle Nuovo is. Listen, I'm warning you. Go carefully. This is one of my favorite performances in a Giallo, because there are so many fucking layers to it. And there's so many It's like and, and he's yeah, and he starts out like as such a scumball and like a caricature, and then you get shit like that where it's like they like are like stacking some complexity on this dude, you know? And of course, in every Giallo, women always look like that. They're always dressed like that. You know, there's never anybody wearing, you know, a mousy gingham skirt. You know, they're all fucking, you know, dressed to the nines. It's a bit silly. I mean, because I'm almost at the studio. You know, please get in. I've got to talk to you. It's important. I'll tell you right away, but not here. Not here. We know your place where we can talk to comfort. <laughs> Again, I love, I love the voice. I love the dubbing. So this uh, sleazy fat guy, uh, as it were, is Franco Diogene, who uh, died in 2005, actually, so about 13 years ago, 14 years ago. He, of all things, has a very small role in The Name of the Rose opposite Sean Connery, and looks like he had a small part in Midnight Express as well. Plus, he went through his uh, usual trek of uh, Italian genre flicks, including uh, Dario Argento's The Stendhal Syndrome. 
Uh, and he's so gloriously sleazy in this. Even if it's not his voice, he's just like, oh. Still comes through. Exactly. Like, so he, is, creepy. he is like such a, an Italian uh, Joe Spinelli. Oh, God, yes. Just and that's a that's a very interesting thing to ponder. Would be him in a role like that. It, from what I can tell from his filmography, he never was. But yeah, his character is so oily. Like just for now. <laughs> God rest. God rest. It is a fucking crime. We never got Maniac two. Yeah. Rest in peace. The remake I like. I mean, it's, it's not the same movie as the first one, but by no can, means. But I like it too. You can tell Elijah Wood really has reverence for the movie and the character. Well, and not just that, but it did one very smart thing aesthetically, which is it made the character of Frank Zito. I don't. I forget what the name of the character was when um, Elijah Wood was playing. It made that character charming. And it made you believe that he could trick a woman. He could he could get a woman into a position of being able to like violently murder her and charm her into it. Whereas, I, as much as I love Spinell's intensity, I'm sorry, there's no way I for not you know a half a nickel would I buy the notion that Joe Spinell is going to be able to charm fucking Caroline Monroe into two dates. You know, whereas in the remake, Elijah Wood is kind of a cute guy, and he's got that kind of boyish charm, and he seems very unassuming and stuff. And you could totally see a woman, just a general, a human being in general, is feeling attracted to this guy because he's like charming. And, you know. Yeah, I don't know what he's aiming at, but I, it might actually be Frank Zito, but it doesn't feel like a Frank Zito. You know, yeah, yeah not just like Elijah Wood. That's not Elijah Wood. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah yeah, Wood's name, name is like got, it's got to be like a like a it's got to sound like a folk singer or at least like a like Brett Easton Ellis character. Joe Spinell looks like a fucking serial killer. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know, like I could imagine like the prostitute that makes sense, but like some of the other women he's able to murder, it's like they wouldn't do that. He's going to touch his face and have like grease as crap. Like I, I saw that demo reel for Maniac 2, the one um, Mr. Something or other, where he's basically evil Mr. Rogers. Mr. Robbie. Mr. Robbie! Well, I have The Undertaker. The uh, Lost Jespin L. Slasher movie that was com- completed. Really? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's another Vinegar Syndrome. And yeah, it's great. I have it here, so... Oh, yeah, and it's got the... Ooh, dude, it's got the slipcover. Check this shit out. Oh, fuck. It's fascinating. In fact, we should spin. We should probably get that spin next time. <laughs> I had to point out every time it's on screen. Hey, fuck yes, thank you. All right, somebody's got us back on track. Oh my god, Bob, thank you. So not only did we get the gratuitous nudity, we get the J and B, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. J and B, J and B, and this poor fat guy. Every time J and B actually has a bottle shows up, someone's about to get killed. Yeah, I, I, you know. That what does it say about tonight, guys? <laughs> and we just finished the pod. <laughs> oh. Although actually, Mom, just one oh my God. <laughs> now we will finish it. Uh, we being I. Oh my God! Got a gin and tonics for us. Oh, I don't need to. What? 
Oh, God, yes. <laughs> His big old ass oh and those fucking God. tiny legs. Like, it's, it's like, the, it's like a naked fighting scene. Oh, oh my God. And the back hair. Look at the back hair. It totally is like that scene in Borat. Holy shit. I mean, this is so Tijuana Bible. It's so sleazy, you know? Don't be cry. Don't be cry. There is something so unsettling about him in this thing. You will soon. God. He's pitiable and, and, he's, and yet he's like so fucking repulsive. I know, it, and it's like, you know, him referring to his mom so much. I know. I'm like, he does look like he wandered in from Maniac, Italian <laughs> Maniac. Thank you, thank you. Two minutes to get straight by. Except, he was always, it's very interesting, because again, this he was always the fucking comic relief. He was always the fat comic relief guy, you know? I don't want you to take this anyhow. I promised it before. No, it's not. And I really wish he really sounded like that in real life. You would like it to me. No, please, I really wasn't. You know, if your wife finds out you spent all this money, she could ask what in the world you spent it on. No, I wouldn't tell her anything like that. No, really. Suppose, suppose we pretend I've done all this out of a sense of duty. For the excitement of sin. But above all that, to get back at the place. Do you want me to drive you to town? No, a cab will take me there slower. And besides, we shouldn't be seen together, you and me. Mm -hmm. So long. So long. You believe in very nice stories. Do it. Bye bye. You you okay with going there? Yeah, oh, you know I'm there. I love, uh, and this, I bought the tonic water thinking, because I had that fucking bottle of Tanqueray by Amy Winehouse. Oh, it gets better from here, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not at the end of him. Oh, by no means. <laughs> the sad walk rain music at the end of the whole fucking good gym. In fact, I think this I, is the end of the whole I might even like it better than Bombay Sapphire. Really? I kind of, I just, there's something about it that I like. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, you cannot unsee that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. He is, he is indeed the getting the block off. The same apartment. Oh, my just God. Like, just like the hey, you know what? Do you think that Ryan Gosling saw this prior to making Mars and the, yeah. or, and the Real Girl or whatever? Come on. It was a horror version uh Love Object. Am I wrong? It came out around the same time. You, you're not wrong on that one, Tony. All right. I thought no. With uh, one of the bland guys, uh, uh, Desmond Harrington, I think, was in uh, Love Object. Really? I, I tend to avoid Desmond Harrington if I can. I think the entire world did the same thing too. Okay, now since there's running water, I'm going to make this sort of like quadraphonic and maybe do some dishes. Because I should wash our glasses. We are now, because we have um, toasted this bottle of J&B, 
Although actually, maybe not quite. Still, come on. Left. Um, I think we are looking at diverting towards um, consuming this bottle of Tanqueray. Uh, of course, Tanqueray gin, maybe my favorite gin, and I do have tonics. So, gins and tonics. Gin and tonic tends to be. <laughs> He's got the fucking. Stop oh, the block, y'all. It is. Super stilted dialogue in Italian horror movies adds a fucking like dreamlike quality to them. It's like so choppy and not like human beings talk. Yeah, and it's it's part of the style. It's part of the aesthetic, you know. I'm like really noticing that in the dialogue between these characters right at this moment. Like if if an Italian movie has perfect uh, dialogue, it loses luster. That's funny. The only the only Italian movie whose dialogue I savor is uh, Cemetery Man. Yeah, I think Cemetery Man is one of the very few of the Italian genre movies where you savor the dialogue because it's fucking Rupert Everett oh. reading it. Yes, this is a and narrating. Who's speaking, and it's just I, that movie is touched by magic as far as I'm concerned. It's one of my Look, very favorite. Who's speaking? Who is it for God's sake? So maybe we should watch that and do commentary on that. <laughs> Ten million lira, you must be crazy. But how do you expect me to make that? No, I'm afraid it can't be done. I think it can. And I think you'll bring the money to be a Mossada in a block Wednesday night. The overpass. Via Mossada at 10 o'clock on Wednesday night. That's fine. I'm like, even at this point in time, where we're basically drinking to get even more shit-faced, <laughs> I, I, I want us to be like, 
wants to be drinking with gentlemen's class. Exactly. So. None of this out of the bottle shit. No, this is going to be good quality. Well, if she had any J and B yet, she's not gonna die yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Who is it? Who is it? Who's there? Land shark. Granny Graham. Oh, you know. Really, nothing. I I would really find nothing wrong with the notion of Edwish Fennec and the appearance that she is right now. Yeah, she's still really good looking, even in the hospital. Yes. Hal, is that you all alone a minute? Oh, I'm Wow, just look at that again. The composition of these shots. That's like a painting. It's like a freaking painting. Uh, if your boyfriend's here, I'll eat this with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nino the dick is back. Whatever. Master class in dickery. Totally. <laughs> oh, good heavens. No, just a minute. There's something I want to show you first. Oh, what is it now? Listen, we're off to such a good start there. So I would agree. You shouldn't interrupt things like that. It's bad for my corpse suckers. Well, let's see what was so important to stop all that. Huh? <sighs> Look at this. What's so important about that? Look. The earring. Okay, so. Yeah. This is a minor thing, and unfortunately it doesn't make up for all the political incorrectness in the rest They're of this movie, but I love that her character gets the opportunity well, I mean, to provide a fucking key clue to the mystery and help, like, figure out what the hell is going on. That character is given that little moment, which I, I really haven't put much stock in until watching this, and that's kind of cool. And of course she's just, you know, you get a hint of, of what could have been if she hadn't have been consigned to you know, sex comedies and, and geologists. She just has a lot of presence. One of us. Yep. Well, I could have done it. Yes. Or you? I don't talk nonsense. Could you sell it? Hmm. Yep. There were four men. Two have been gotten rid of. One is me. You know, I feel too hot to be a corpse, baby. And the telephone call? So what? What does that mean? They made an appointment of the other side. If they were talking about money, it was just a business thing. <laughs> Ten million lira worth. But shouldn't we call the police, huh? What? Crazy? Well, yeah, well, well, we can't get trouble. We gotta keep our noses clean. We get better things to do than I'm gonna do. Well, so much cocaine. <laughs> I didn't put a fork in. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, come on, honey. <laughs> if I ever tell you, let's share all the claws on. Well, I'll let you predict people. <laughs> 
god, that musical score, shit. This is one of my very favorite Giallo film scores. It's just such a wonderful combination of like sleaze and class. It's like really like listen to how sleek and elegant this fucking song is. Like I could I could imagine some of these songs being a fucking Argento movie. Oh yeah. Well not just that, but I could imagine some of them being fucking top twenty hits on fucking European radio in the fucking mid seventies. Guys just have the worst jobs. They're just burdened with like really <laughs> tedious happiness. Oh, how did he stay awake through this? <laughs> and why did he wear tidy whities Oh Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I just say God bless whoever fucking invented boxer briefs. I fucking am so. I am such a boxer briefs guy. Yeah. They're like comfortable. And they do not look that fucking horribly undignified. I don't care if you put, fucking put Robert Redford in from seventies era in fucking tidy whities He's gonna look like a dork. No one can survive that guy. No one can rock it. Yes, it's just it's, it's a horrible look. Just not a thing. Oh my god, dude, we are being so metrosexual right now. That is so fucking awesome. <laughs> See, this is what dudes do when they gather in a circle. They start leaning in the direction of, like, they're, they start to become more cultured and sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or at least that's the theory I will, I will propagate while I get us ever more drunk. <laughs> that's... Getting drunk and watching uh, bad movies at 1.15 in the morning. Should we talk about, uh, like, burps and boobs? The purpose of boobs. Burps and boobs. Oh. It barks. Yes. It's gonna be a alliteration. Now we know where Bruno got his uh, inspiration from. Oh, fuck yes. Where's Dr. Who cosplay? Where's <laughs> Dr. Sarah Jane mixed in? And a gun. Oh my god, thank you. Oh, the only thing you need is a little dorky scorecard that looks like a TARDIS <laughs> that you raise and lower with numbers on it. Oh yeah. It's being watched, the blowout? It's recording it, right? Carlo, Pastor, you. 
one about John Travolta and Blowout, but John Lithgow is I scary as shit as a killer. He is brilliant in that movie, I think. Period. I think John Lithgow's going to play John Travolta. What all about, like, of course, he's not even in this movie, and talking about him, but, but, like, John Lithgow can play, you know, kindly father, grandfather, whatever figure, in one movie, then, like, a week later, you're watching something that's terrifying villain. And he plays them both very well. Or a goofy villain, like, like, Lizardo and fucking Bonsai. He was also the voice of Lord Farquaad. Yeah. Michael Eisner? I'm really surprised they got Farquaad across the board. Fuck you know? Yeah. yeah. And it was one day when Fear was like, oh, hey! <laughs> like, how did that get past him being boy? What are you doing in my swamp? I'm the drain the swamp. Fuck, 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 Agent 71, Agent 71, come in please. Get Nandio's over to Via Brasile, I'm the double. I got a hit and run here. Scissors. He's such a funny name. Interesting. His, his brow. You finished? Uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> okay, we can go. So we're more of London now, right? Are you kidding? Movies. I volunteered for overtime tonight. He's going to wake up and the Beatles don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yesterday was a damn good movie. I never actually wound up seeing it. I didn't either. I had actually heard some bad things about it. Yeah, it seemed like you either love it or hate it, and I loved it. Like, yeah, it's, it seemed like that type of film. I mean, it's a uh, Richard Curtis script, so it's going to be kind of small scene, you know, cheesy and goofy, but it's, gonna, but it's also going to be earnest. So. Let's say Richard Dawson script. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, when he goes over and kisses all the ladies. Inspector. 
He was looking for you. He came to the house? What do you want? He said Gisela was murdered tonight. Yeah, I know. Carlo. Where are you? Are you all right? That is me. We're in a hostel with the Hellraiser. Don't worry. Okay. Hellraiser, dude, ball. Go look in the well, first yeah, when, she, when uh, look inside. You'll find a real there. Uh, when Marcia gets attacked and then she ends up solving the box first time. You know the kind? No, that's right! They've got to go and get it and develop the film immediately. Why? I don't understand. Just move it. Go on, honey, please. I'll call you in the studio in an hour. Bye. I hesitated. And a D. And Levi's. That was necessary. <laughs> and it was. I am going to initiate. No, not yet. We're not gone. Yet. We're gonna. We're gonna initiate another cocktail intervention right now. Pardon me. We have a standard issue gin and tonic, and we're gonna put a splash of pomegranate juice. In. here is the greatest contrast you can get, which is a clear drink and pomegranate. Also true. So much so, I am compelled to want to film it, actually, because I'm a top wall. still listening, we have another invention. Thank you. All right. Go Just for it. one second. Yeah, except I, I would like to also film it and also narrate. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now immortalizing the creation of a second drink to celebrate the J&B Genre Fest. Now we're going to broach uh, purity, and we're actually going to go with the traditional gin and tonic. Gin and tonics being, of course, one of my absolute favorite mixed drinks. But this I would like to call strip nude for your killer because it's a more stripped-down appearance visually. 
but we're still going to throw in just a dash of pomegranate that's what I was hoping for that balance right there and last but not least so yes ladies and gentlemen this would be the strip nude for your killer gin and tonic with a splash of pomegranate juice <laughs> thank you Free killer. Mm. That is good. Dude, that is like very elegant. And you still got a little bit of that um, pomegranate. It's like sweeter than cranberry juice, but more tart than like a, I don't know, like a cherry juice. Done that cooks days. Slip back a couple decades. Hey, Betty Davis, it is. <laughs> but if you touch the motorcycle, you're going to get yeah, messed up by the demons. Helicopter comes crashing through. <laughs> oh. You're kind of like the beat the beat poet uh, <laughs> genre nerd here. I'm, I'm kind of digging it. So anyway, that means, you know, more for us. remember how kind of <coughs> sort of like strong her character is in this
What is it? Come on. Hello. Step, step. Magda. What happened? Drag me out in my tidy whities on a night like this. God damn it. And I just, I just think that the fucking visual representation of the killer is really interesting. That's very sleek, postmodern, you know, motorcycle gear. It's like a it's like a new wave or space age take on the traditional Giallo black glove killer. Yeah. I'm like I'm like noticing all these innovative and interesting things about this movie. <laughs> oh my god, it's like I scraped all the sleaze away and there's all this artistry underneath it. <laughs> oh man. Like a shit caked monument to art. This evening, a woman was brutally murdered in Via Mossari beneath the overpass on the outskirts of the city. The name of the victim is Gisela Montani. <laughs> seven years old, director of the Albatross Photographic Studio, the place that seems to be in the middle of this terrible series of crimes. She was the wife of Maurizio Montani, a man murdered less than 24 hours ago. For those of our listeners who may not be familiar with the case, we remind you that this is a chain of five brutal murders which the authorities assure were committed by the same person. The first to fall victim to this mad killer was Dr. Giulio Castelli, a noted Milanese gynecologist. The second victim was Mario Ferreri, a photographer for the Albatross studio. The third was an aspiring young fashion model named Lucia Cerazzini, who is believed to have worked at the Albatross agency. As we said earlier, the succession of events has terrorized the city of Milan. Okay, again, I said this a lot, but that was a really cool shot. It's <laughs> like a really cool shot. I couldn't even notice that creepy fucker coming in. I know, you know. And it's almost, it's like almost subliminal. It, feels, it starts to feel almost found footage at that point. The way that he shot, the subjectivity of it. Holy shit, this movie's way more artistic than I thought it was. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it another half star on Letterboxd. <laughs> The other day after work, I ran into Senor Montana. It was on the same day that he My was God, here. look at that. The fucking, oh. God knows Just the use of color in the mirror and shit. Oh, my God. To take me to that little house there, the one outside the city. Of course I wasn't interested. Maybe you don't know. But he tried to put the make. Oh, every girl that came in the agency. I almost felt sorry for her. Well, you know, if they had one consistent brand of cigarettes that characters in Giallo movies used, then we could, well, no, I wouldn't want to be smoking um, at all. But you could actually, theoretically, if you were had a room full of smokers, they could be doing like a, you know, I don't know, Benson and Hedges Fest or whatever the fuck 70 cigarettes were. Because every character in a fucking Giallo that's over the age of 14 smokes. And oftentimes, fucking... Children smoke like in Don't Torture a Duck. Like oh god, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, it's not just the adults. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. See, now we're back in Tijuana Bible territory. Like really overheated, but also just mixed with that very traditional soap opera kind of melodrama. 
There's like some ser some serious like layers of stuff going on here. And there's J and B. I was yes. about to say J and B. Oh my God! See, there we go. That in a in and of itself justifies all of the tawdry and slazy things that happen in this film. Is the very prominent use of J and B. I, I think that it's directly um, proportionate to the merits of of the entertainment value of the movie. I like to imagine that these drugs... Oh, look at that shot. Okay, again, sorry. Look at that shot, but wow. That was Bava. That was like five seconds of Mario Bava on a shoestring. Tijuana Bible. Artistic killer. Fuck yes. Fucking graphic novel, you know? That having the whole figure... Oh, okay, yes. More J&B. Yes. Okay. Yes, I love you too, J&B. She's not the only one who loves you, J&B. It's true. What the? No. See, I keep expecting the deep red puppet to come running out. Oh, thank God, it's just the puppet. Oh my God, that guy has got some serious chest bush. Holy shit. And yes, again, the J&B. I'm glad we're not playing a J&B drinking game. We would be dead. Yeah, we would be like, we would all be suffering from alcohol poisoning. Oh, I think someone's going to find they don't have so much junk left after the motorcycle helmet killer got to them. Oh my god. That is unfucking real. He has no penis. Jesus. That fucking shot was amazing. Oh my god. She's one of those characters I feel so bad for because you know she's not she doesn't seem like a bad person, but Oh I know. You it, know? It's just like nothing seems to go right for that poor girl. Jesus. Again, I just I just love how visually this feels like it's casting off the traditional Giallo killer. That is like some serious fucking techno shit going down. I, you know, the the fucking the makeup effects in this film, they're crude, but f oh my god, they're effective. They are like this is like some serious blunt force trauma. Oh my god, yeah, that's like I had forgotten how lingering they were on that. And the thing that's interesting is it's equal opportunity butchering, you know. And it's like it's like this is someone who's like so sexually like deviant. That they that that area of the body is so shameful or repugnant or whatever that they have to hack it out. 
That's like got some serious fucking Freudian resonance. And oh, please, don't be dead. Don't be dead, Adwish. Don't be dead. It's me. Okay, good. She's not. He slaps her. Well, you know, it's only it's only his routine with her. We gotta get out of here quick. Wait till you get to the end. <laughs> oh, again, you know, I just some of these look like frames from a heavy metal comic book. That shot just there. This look at that. That is just and still with that recurring uh, bouquet of flowers, roses on that table, you know. That's like, like somebody doing there's, some, there's or not roses, obviously, they're a different type of flower. But there's so much art in the movie. I, it's it's crazy. I mean, yeah, is it Jerry Springer half the time? Yeah. But it's artistic oh, Springer. Yeah, oh, fucking God. yes. Yes, yes. Oh, shut up. Where are we going? Just a few more steps. And again. Such a hero. We're he is. There. I don't feel so great. Uh, I mean, that is character yeah. development. I feel like at the start yeah, of the movie, you, know, you just left her there. There's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, uh, maybe just a tiny little bit of growth there. Which, of course, gets torpedoed to fuck at the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything he he might have learned just goes out the fucking window. And into some, well, no spoilers. No spoilers. We are a spoiler-free podcast, except when we're not. You know, okay, in a sle- it's sort of in a sleazeball way, this is kind of like a fucking... Like a, a Tracy Hepburn thing going on right now. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, he's starting to feel his gruffness, or in this case, his sexual scuzziness starting to wipe away a little bit, you know? He kind of is like starting to feel like he's caring for somebody. I'm probably like way reading way too fucking much into this, but. <laughs> Andrew Bianchi's out there. No, man, he was just slapping her with water. <laughs> Well, but well, that's the wonderful thing, though, about film in general is you can find some accidental art in well, any good piece of art, any interesting piece of art, you can find something in it that whoever made it may not have intended at all. You know the man in the picture was Stefano. Yeah, I know. I saw. I'm, I'm digging on that action. Stefano, dead and done for, and Doris too. Doris. Yeah, Doris. Doris. Classic Stefano. Who was trying to blackmail Gisella? You might have seen him with Lucia. I don't know. But when Gisela was killed, Stefano was two or three yards in front of her. But the murderer hit her from the back, you understand? Here, look, look. Look here, you see? You get it? All you can see is Stefano. When I saw the murderer, he was wearing a motorcycle get-up, the same one I saw coming out of Doris's house. Then he means to kill Oliver. <sighs> Seems so, doesn't he? That's got to be the one who attacked you at the studio, then took you Yeah, to this is so Hitchcock. This scene right here is oh, so I Hitchcock. All I remember is the sound of water coming out of a tap. And then you've got the Easy Rider flashes, the Easy Rider editorial flashes. Call the police now. No, get that idea out of your head, baby. Come on, I've got to make sure of one thing first. Where's your car? We can't go to the police. That would make much sense. It's it's always interesting okay, to see a filmmaker with like pocket change, like making a movie look visually interesting. I have to say I'm kind of impressed. I think Bianchi poured more art artistry into this than I gave him credit for. Can I go with you? No, wait right here. Don't move. Okay, I'll 
Our brave hero charges off into the final battle. And it's like, who's going to be the killer? Who's it going to be? Stewart Billy. I think you're probably right. I say, having seen the movie, this will be my fourth time, I think. No symbolism there at all. None whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Every like manifestation of the destructive power of the male, like the male uh, toxic male, yeah, um, what um, male toxicity, toxic masculinity. Thank you, toxic masculinity. The the alcohol is getting to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's like I mean, any usage of a blade or anything in this movie is that. It's like a total reflection of toxic masculinity. Christ, another beautiful shot. That wouldn't be out of place in the fifth chord, actually, honestly. about this character he is the most reluctant hero ever yeah he's literally only really going for this to save his own ass yeah but you know is he at the end here he's begun to care a little bit yeah you know and there's just a tiny bit of that coming through And I just, I love how the sexuality of the, uh, of the killer is very ambiguous. Until the reveal, yeah. Yeah, until the reveal, you know, so. I mean, because there's really only, like, one character you can rule out. 
Yeah. Definitively, that's the, the fat guy. Yeah, exactly. And again, just a great, striking visual image. Oh, yeah. Now that would have fucking smarted punching a, a motorcycle or something like that, but I diverge. Good protection when you're rolling down a flight of 30 cement stairs, though. <clears throat> Another great shot. I like that sepia that it has. Wow. This is a very 70s ending, too. The nihilism in what we've just seen is, like, pretty fucking palpable. And what a gorgeous shot, and, you know. Evelyn. You remember Evelyn, don't you? Evelyn and Patricia were sisters. And that's not all. There was something much more between them than just old sisterly love. Mm, something much stronger. Then Evelyn got herself knocked up and got an abortion. But she died of cardiac collapse. And that drove Patricia crazy. Huh? Uh, you'd better believe it. And not so much because of Evelyn's death, but because she betrayed her. So Patricia decided to take it out on everyone at the studio as if we were responsible. Who got her pregnant, do you know? No. I just have to find a doctor. <laughs> oh, God! Don't do that anymore, okay? <sighs> Okay, back to being... Uh, the crisis is over, I can be an insensitive dick again. And any evidence that he was the one who knocked her up died with the sister. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Are you being careful? Don't worry, I'm on the pill, honey. Oh, how nice. It's better not to run any risks, though. That's my girl. Get it? Better not to run any risks. No. Okay, hello. That is implied sodomy, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. See, oh, I'm just kidding. I was going to violently anally rape you, but I'm just joking. Oh, my God. I wish that's good for Oh, trashy. Trashy, trashy, trashy. Now you understand why I feel like I need to wear raincoats and just kind of, like, scuttle out the door. All this fucking artistry and all this sleaze and just like the speedball of filth. Oh my god. I just, oh, and again, so symptomatic of a distinctive bygone era in like You're genre filming. You're something though. You could make a convincing case that this is a very detailed satire. Fuck, I really, I, the more I watch this, especially this time, I think yes. It totally is. Isn't it? <laughs> I was only going to uh, jokingly anally rape you. 
Oh god. Hey, now we know Brett Kavanaugh's origin story, everyone. Oh, yes. Okay, wait. What costumes for a douche fennec? Okay. No, I'm kidding. And, oh, okay, so lingerie, I wonder if his underwear was made by the same lingerie company that made the, the, um, under things for the, uh, women. Wow, and that score. It's all of a sudden got, like, really loungy and laid back and cuffed. Well, we, we hope you. Uh, we hope we we hope that you have enjoyed this journey into this sleazy heart of the Italian genre film. Strip nude feel killer. Strip I would have paid money to see Kim's reaction to the last. Oh shit! Yes. But we'll, uh, this is uh, if anyone actually listens to it, we don't know. But we'll return for a regular show next time. I think uh, that would be fifteenth of December, and then we should be on Star Wars, but we'll figure things out. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, go to iTunes, uh, our main channel, YouTube, etc., etc., etc. You know where all those things are. See you next time. Ciao. Ciao, Giallo. Ciao, 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 Giallo. Uh.